Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. It is time for the Fantasy Football Show call-in and voicemail. Dedicated hour, hour and a half. Let's go. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. He'll punch you in the throat. We are taking your voicemails and your phone calls for the entire hour, probably well beyond. I appreciate everybody being in here. And we're going to jump right into this first question from none other, none other than the Bruce. Kirk Cousins being disrespected. 33 touchdowns, 7 picks last year. Uh, maybe he's like a Matt Stafford this year in this offense. Top 12. Let me know your thoughts on Kirk Cousins. I don't think it's about Cousins being disrespected, the Bruce. You've got a lot of, of, of quarterbacks that you've got to account for. And somebody's going to get disrespected every time you do a quarterback ranking. And this might trigger a few people... And I had a conversation with a, a follower of, of mine earlier today about this when I ranked the quarterbacks, like, you know, in a, in a voice message on my thefantasyfootballshow.com text line, which you can order at thefantasyfootballshow.com. And he asked me the same question, the Bruce, and it, this was not the Bruce. This person said, hey, why are we ranking Kirk Cousins so low, Smitty? And, and the honest truth is you've got Josh Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, and Burrow. Your four big dogs, right? Tear break. Tear break. Don't give me anything else. Tear break. Those are the top four. But Lamar, Kyler, in no particular order. Lamar, Kyler, Hurts, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. We're 10 deep. We're 10 deep. Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, Derek Carr. I mean, where do we have room? Other than like right here around 15, 16, 17, 18. Like, you can say Kirk Cousins deserves to be top 10 all you want, but who are you bumping out? You bumping out Brady, Dak, Russell Wilson, Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, Derek Carr? Like, what are you going to do? You can't put Kirk Cousins above any of those guys. You can hope for it. You can misstep in your draft and maybe not get a good quarterback and then pray that Kirk Cousins gives you top 12 quarterback numbers. They do plan to pass more. I get it. But you're drafting Kirk Cousins over Derek Carr, Trey Lance, Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, Russell Wilson, Dak, Brady, Hurts, Kyler. No, you're not. You're not. If you, that's 15 quarterbacks I just named. If you're starting Kirk Cousins in fantasy football one quarterback leagues, you are absolutely. There's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it whatsoever. In a 2QB league, we could have the conversation of him being a very undervalued uh, quarterback too. But you cannot start Kirk Cousins in 1QB leagues. I just named 3-4 guys past number 12 
that you got to start and draft before Kirk Cousins? I appreciate you, the Bruce. It's a good question. Hey, Smitty, do you believe if Watson's suspension is four games that Calvin Ridley's one-year suspension should be lowered or not? Calvin Ridley's one-year suspension? They're completely uh, different, you know, situations. So you can't just be like, you know, hey, let's go back. Like, some, (laughs) you know, like, Kamara. Kamara, now that Watson's suspension is low, you can hit whoever you want. You can beat whoever you want in an elevator. They're totally unrelated. Bruce, I feel like you're a little off your game today, Bruce. The Bruce, I love you. The Bruce has another question. Let's see if the Bruce is loose again. Also, Smitty, what do we think of Justin's fields this year in I'm, Dynasty and Redraft? I'm kind of worried about selling him in uh, Dynasty, but I don't know. What's your opinion? We back on this again, the Bruce? More mediocre conversation? Nobody wants to hear about kickers and defenses and Justin Fields. I apologize, Bear fans. Put your earmuffs on for just a a little itty-bitty minute. No one wants to hear about Cousins and Fields. We're talking big-name players, the Bruce. We got two wide receivers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel that need extensions right now. You're bringing up Cousins and Fields? I should have screened these before I went on. Stormcat. Smitty, how you doing? Stormcat here. I'm wondering what your take is on Adam Thielen. He was Thielen uh, last year in pretty much all scoring formats up through week 12 before he hurt his ankle and then was basically done for the year. Do you think he rebounds uh, at age 31 or 32? I don't. I mean, do you think that's pretty much real briefly cuz is not that exciting either. He's okay. He's a wide receiver 3 that that gets undervalued every year. I'm undervaluing him right now. I'm giving him no respect. He deserves oh, I'm telling you up front. I'm taking away your ammunition. He deserves way more respect than I'm giving him right now. I he just he's lower. Let's get a little higher. Let's talk about some some let's talk about the meat and potatoes here. Smitty Stormcat again. My Bring second it. question is about Alvin Kamara. Okay. From what I'm seeing, there's a pretty realistic chance that he doesn't even serve any suspension this year and maybe pushed to Who next year. If that's the case, right now his uh, ADP on underdog is late third round, and that would make him an enormous steal. What do you think about this situation? Now we're talking. You're circling back. You're bringing the conversation back to big-name players, and I like that right now. I don't mind talking about the, the, the small-time you know stuff. 
But like, you know, we're kicking off the show, you know, and we're talking about Adam Thielen, kickers, defenses, punters, whatever. Camara's where we need to go right now. I love the question. There's nothing out there that's that's concrete of any kind on Alvin Kamara. No, people are speculating. Maybe he won't get a suspension. Or maybe if Deshaun Watson gets away with this or gets away with that, or if they give him a four to six game suspension, we're going to see less of a, a suspension for Kamara. Not, not, not the case. The NFL is very weird about this kind of stuff. And the NFL will definitely come down harder on Kamara because they have more control over that. Whereas this independent arbitrator, this independent judge, Sue Robinson, is going to come down with the recommendation on the Watson situation. I, I think... Smitty don't like old guys, says Ron Navy. Not necessarily the case, okay? I, I would say that maybe there is a trend here. Maybe there's a trend. When you get pretty much up to the, the last year or so of your, your tenure in the NFL, maybe I do give you a little bit of the raw end of the of the deal. I give you an unfair shake, <laughs> quite possibly. But Kamara, I, I think Kamara is 100% going to be in trouble for 2022. I don't know where you're hearing this. There are people that try and make a, a splash. Let me get a couple clicks and let me just, I'm going to throw this out there because it might stick because it is a possibility. I'm hearing something from a source. I can't tell you who the source is, but Alvin Kamara is probably not going to serve a suspension and it could happen next offseason. While that's certainly a possibility, and that's why it's fun to say, if I say it and it comes true, I look like an absolute genius, right? Well, the problem is, this guy is not going to go unpunished because the NFL has got a lot of heat right now. A lot of spotlights on the NFL. If they're going to, especially if Watson gets away with the four to six game suspension versus the indefinite, which is what the NFL wants. When I say get away, don't, don't get all mad at me and say, Smitty, you're against Watson. You're saying words like get away with, he should get this. I'm saying the NFL sees it to where Watson deserves a season-long suspension with an indefinite label so they can reassess it and he has to reapply to play in 2023. They want control of this situation. They want to lock it down. So when I say that he doesn't get the, the expected suspension, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of, of looking at it from what the league wants. If the league doesn't get what they want and Sue Robinson comes in with a four to six game suspension, the NFL can't really do much about it because Roger Goodell put in place this this middle ground territory, this middle man that's going to then come in and tell you what we think should happen. And Roger Goodell, if appealed, can then say, you know what? I don't care what Sue Robinson says, year-long suspension. He can do that, but then why set up the process? He knows it will be a bad look if Sue Robinson comes in and goes, four game, and then Goodell comes in and says, whole year, Sue. Why don't you get out of here, Sue? Take your bag, Sue. Get up and get the heck out of my office. You think Roger Goodell's going to do that after he invited Sue Robinson in to give her recommendation? He can't do that. He's going to say, Sue, you better give me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A year-long suspension, Sue. And if Sue says, I don't play that game, Roger, you brought me in to be a, a middle ground person. Here we go. Four to six games. Roger Goodell's going to take the four to six games, or maybe he goes a little high and says seven. <laughs> maybe we'll go seven and a half. Come in at halftime. <laughs> but, like, we know that Roger Goodell can't venture too far from Sue Robinson's recommendation. It's all on Sue. It's all on Sue Robinson. If she says 10 games, ow! If she says 10 games, ah! then it's probably 10 games. It's probably going to... That hurt, Charlie! Ow! Um, anyway, back on to the topic of Kamara. Kamara, with the spotlight on the NFL, we're looking at a freaking 6-10 to 10 game suspension, in my opinion. It's still burning. <laughs> still, and I hit all three of the nails. It's not like I hit one of them. I, I hit pretty good all three of these fingernails. If one's gone, they're all three gone at this point. If one turns black, all three are going to be black. That would be pretty funny. On uh, Yeah, I'm out four to six. I'm out longer than Camara. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the next voicemail. Uh, thank you for those messages. Let's go to Terry. Man, the Bruce is speaking facts today, people. Kirk Cousins being disrespected. Sort of agree with the, you there, Brucey. As far as uh, Deshaun Watson uh, getting a lower suspension and uh, Calvin Ridley, the NFL, everybody knows, does things uh, backwards anyway. So we'll see what happens, but that's just my opinion. We'll see what Smitty thinks. Thank you, buddy boy. Appreciate you. Voicemail group two, one message. Last last uh, episode, none. Maybe one. Maybe one came in at the end. What is voicemail group two doing? Do I have to remove some of you from voicemail group two? In fact, if I don't see a voice message from somebody in voicemail group one or two, like if I scroll back and I can't find one for just like days of scrolling. I might have to remove some people so that we could get some new people in that are active and want to ask questions. It's not any offense to anybody. You can get back in. You can re-DM me and say, Smitty, I'm sorry. I'll get back in. Smitty, Smitty, I promise I'll I'll ask a question every six minutes. Please add me back. Please. I will add you back. It's not a punishment. I just need to to remove you because we can only have 30 people in each group on Instagram. They only allow 30 people. And I literally have one message. 30 of you... In voicemail group two, I have one message, and I had, like, two messages all week. Victor. What's up, Smitty? What's the... You're car- Victor, you're carrying voicemail group two like the Niners carried Jimmy G all year last year. What's up, Smitty? What's the line in the sand for Keenan Allen, in your opinion? I know you like this guy, but you don't draft him too much because, first, a lot of players that you like most are available... In Kinali's spot, Kinali's is he giving me a little lip here? He might be. I like it though, Victor. You're the, you're leading the way here. You, this is why you're in charge of this group. You got a little bit of attitude. He's gone in a lot of leagues in the second or round, and a lot of players are available that you like most. Uh, but I think he's gonna have a huge year with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's the best QB in the NFL right now for me. And what do you think about his line in the sand? I like Keenan Allen. I don't dislike Keenan Allen. Um, 
I, I, I like Mike Williams a little more, given you get him a little later. That That's a big difference between saying I like Keenan Allen less than I like Mike Williams. That's not what I'm saying. I just, the value-wise, like the cost of, of, of entry. I don't really love the cost of entry of Keenan Allen in round three, the top of round three, whereas... That's kind of where I'm seeing him go, especially with all the Herbert hype that we that we're 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 initiating a lot of that Herbert hype. We're saying Herbert to the moon. Where's my moonshot? To the moon. Herbert to the moon. We're doing so much of this Herbert to the moon stuff uh, that, that I think we're gonna we're gonna increase in correlation indirectly one degree of separation from Herbert. One degree of separation from Justin Herbert. We're moving up. Mike Williams just an itty bitty bit. It's like a, a cobweb. We're throwing a cobweb onto onto Mike Williams. We're throwing a cobweb onto Keenan Allen. We're attaching it to Herbert, and then when we send Herbert to the, to moon. the moon, naturally it's pulling up those guys. And Keenan Allen going around the the top of the third. I don't like that, guys. I like Mike Williams in the mid fifth round, sometimes late sixth round. I mean, that's that's where it's at. That's the ticket. Mike Williams in round six. That's the ticket, baby. We're doing fantasy football. I'm getting amped up. We're doing fantasy football court after this. So get ready. Get your questions ready. During fantasy court, we're just rolling through. Anybody that wants to get in voicemail group two, uh, send me a DM on Instagram. First of all, follow me on Instagram. Send me a DM on Instagram at the fantasy football show and make sure your first word's voicemail. Okay. To say voicemail and then explain it to me. Don't just send me voicemail. An hour from now, I'm going to be like, Bob, what about your voicemail? I won't remember. Tell me voicemail. And then say, get me in the voicemail group too. Put me in, coach. Put me in. And I'll put you in the voicemail group too. <sighs> Where are we at? I still, look, after trying to put a charge into voicemail group too, how many messages since I lit them up? None. Just Victor's message right there. Just Victor's message sitting right there. Uh, let's go back to voicemail group one. Tanner says, you know what? I'm not letting what happened to voicemail group two right now. Getting in trouble, going to detention. I'm not going to let that happen to me. Tanner says, I'm secure in my spot. Hey, Smitty, this is Tanner. Um, what I was wondering, uh, I've been doing quite a few mock drafts. Uh, would you be taking Kareem Hunt or uh, over Tony Pollard or the other way around? And then my next question is... Uh, well, hold on, hold on, Tanner. Let's 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 attack that one first. So Cream Hunt, Hunt versus Pollard. Uh, send them in separate questions. So even if you've got two in a row, it's fine. You're allowed to ask more than one question. Uh, Hunt versus where are we at? Hunt versus Pollard. I mean, I like Pollard more talent wise, right? If he gets in there, he's starting top five to ten running back. Tony Pollard is headed to the moon. If he's starting per game. Kareem Hunt could be, you know, top ten running back too is starting games. But I feel like he's still not as quite as electric, you know, in that offense in Dallas. Could be one to five in terms of potency. Whereas that Cleveland Browns situation, even if Hunt gets in there, it's tough. You know, like even if even if Chubb gets hurt and is out for eight games, Hunt's going to be a hot commodity. We're going to all want him, right? He's a high end running back too. But how are we going to how are we going to trust him? A starting Cream Hunt over a starting Tony Pollard when Tony Pollard's in an electric offense that's going to get him in the red zone, whereas 
the Brown situation is 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 hogwash at this point. Um, but I still love Hunt a little bit more. Like if you're right now drafting a running back, like I'm trying to draft both. There's no reason you can't own both. Tony Pollard is going at like running back 30 to 32, whereas Cream Hunt's going a lot higher. So technically speaking, you could still draft both of them. I really like Hunt. I think Hunt should be taken. I think Hunt is falling into extremely good value. You can get Hunt pretty much, you know, at flex value now. You couldn't do that for years. Remember when Hunt was kind of a flex, a handcuff, a, he's an Alexander Madison. And then we went through about two years where you literally had to draft Chubb and Hunt in back-to-back rounds if you wanted to try and do the cuff thing, which wouldn't work because you can't cuff two starting running backs for yourself. You're just starting both of them, and it always hurt. It didn't do well. Starting Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb didn't do you a service when you drafted that. But now Hunt's back. Now Hunt's back. And 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 and, and so I love Hunt in that in that cuff territory. Love me some Kareem Hunt late in your draft. But Pollard, I love to. Kind of a tough question to really answer because their ADPs are different. You can own both. What round do you think Kyle Pitts' true value is? Thanks, brother. Great question because um, this guy's got Travis, Kelsey, and Andrews appeal. But he doesn't have the situation to support it. He doesn't have the ability right now, Kyle Pitts, to be as good as those guys because the touchdown volume is questionable and not in place for him. Could it get there? Could Ritter be some surprise monster hiding in the shadows? Maybe, but we can't count on that. We're only hopeful of that. So right now, it is, what's up? Mark Cleveland is in the house. Mark Cleveland is the top super chatter in a single live stream in the history of the show, but specifically this year, Seth Jocelyn was number one with 399. Mark Cleveland. Let's send Mark Cleveland to the moon, shall we? To the moon. Let's send Jocelyn Surprise to the moon, shall we? To the moon. Let's send Jocelyn Seth Jocelyn to the moon. And Niner by Nature, to the moon. Michael KCPA, Pretty Richie, all of our, our people that have sent us to the moon, we're sending you back to the moon. Mark Cleveland, glad to have you here. Kyle Pitts, to me is really, 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 really good and can, and can drop the yardage, no question. What's up, Slayer? Can drop the yardage, no question. What's up, Blackbeard? Avatar, Kilpatrick, Overcome, Kenny P. All of my people are in here. We've got a, a 99 to 115 people popping in and out, so please, please, please hit that thumb up button, subscribe, and, and help your boy Smitty with, uh, with everything growing this channel. I need you all to punch the button. Punch the button, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We also, I'm going to drop in the live chat, the the, the YouTube uh, membership. If you guys want to become a YouTube membership, we'll give you a standing ovation when those come in. So here's the link to that. I'm pinning it in the chat. YouTube exclusive members, there's a $1.99, there's a $9.99. The $9.99 gives you the video course stuff every Sunday. Two video calls, 40 minutes long on Discord. We do video calls. We used to do them on Zoom. And... Uh, and that's the 999 one. If you want to do the dollar 99 hauler, you get all the emojis and exclusive access to me during live streams when we lock things down for start bench advice this year because it's going to be crazy. We have to do that in some segments. Not the whole show, not every show. I'm just saying there'll be specific times where I need to take care of my dollar 99. It's that's all you got to pay. 
$1.99. I got to take care of my $1.99 people. And uh, Kilpatrick with the super chat. Thank you, Kilpatrick. Um, shout out. Uh, hit that like button. Shout out to the community. Thank you, Kilpatrick, for dropping that. Um, Where were we at? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts can be amazing. Kyle Pitts can be Travis Kelsey. Kyle Pitts can be top of the second round value eventually, but he needs the touchdown production. It is not there. So fourth round values where he lives, fourth round values where I think he's still a really good deal right now. End of the fourth, even better. Top of the fifth, not likely, but if it happened, it would be a home run smash. I kind of feel like it's a home run anywhere near the end of the fourth round for Kyle Pitts. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm fine with Kyle Pitts in that territory for sure. Schultz is going in the fifth round these days a little high. Uh, t- t- Tammy, Tammy joined the YouTube membership. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family, Tam. Welcome to the family. So I'm going to say Kyle Pitts, fourth round smash. Smash being at the end of the fourth round. Um, there's still Brees Hall and, and guys like Herbert that can contain uh, but yeah, last night, uh, Meet the Woo says got Kyle Pitts in uh, in the 4.6 spot in a mock draft. So that, that's about right. A little later, the better. So I like that. <sighs> Soup or Super Chat your question if it's if it's long. I'm not sure who Blackbeard's addressing. Um, do I have any other Super Chats that I've missed? I don't know that if I, if I have. Please let me know. Next question. This one's from Ryan Wade. Question pertaining to Eli Mitchell. Uh, do you like him at his current ADP? And do you think he will actually be a dominant like running back like we saw him and probably just miss some games? Tell me what you think about him. And also, like San Fran, every year has like a different running back starting. Do you think he's going to actually be the one to start the whole year? Thank you. Um. So M- Mitchell, I like a lot. But you've got to get him in the right area, and you can. His ADP is in the fifth round right now. Uh, Kevin Williams dropping a super chat. Appreciate that. I'll get to your question right after I answer this one. You're right at the top there, sir. In line like you deserve to be, Kevin. You monster, you super chat machine. Uh, Mitchell is probably like five mid-fifth round to late-fifth round smash. And, and because you can cuff him easily... To probably both of the backups, but at least the top backup in your mind, which at this point, Sermon, technically speaking, I'm just letting you know. I know a lot of people want to doubt him or he's working hard, and Ty Ty Davis Price has got to climb up the ladder. He's not just going to be handed the number two job. Sermon's been working his butt off, and you can get mad at him or make fun of him all you want and say he busted, but he's working hard. So Sermon's the current backup. It probably could be Elijah Mitchell. I'm sorry, Ty Davis Price in time. Um, it's a little easier to go down this road if you do have very big benches and don't listen to anybody that says you're wasting your time by by owning three running backs on one team. When you think about it, the Niners, as you mentioned, they dominate at the, at the run. And when a back is in there, he gets fed. They don't rotate in the game so much as they rotate through the running backs. A lot of them get hurt, and that's a big reason. But once they start a guy, once they roll with the guy... They'll shove him out there. So Mitchell, top, he's a low-end running back one while he's on the field. Sermon will be a low-end running back one when he's on the field. And then and then if, if, if Davis Price gets in there, 
Davis Price is a low-end running back one when he's on the field. So when someone says to me, don't listen to Smitty. Smitty just told you to draft three running backs on the same team. What a waste of a roster spot. Let me tell you something. I've been, I've been playing fantasy football and regurgitating information that I've heard for years. And I've never heard someone regurgitate to me that I can own three running backs in one spot. I've been told, and I believe everything I hear, that that is bad business to own three running backs on one roster. Maybe it is, but guess what? Context matters. The Niners situation is different. If I could guarantee you, like, one of my sneakiest running back stashes on my bench in a league when I don't even own Mitchell is to own Sermon and Ty Davis Price. Now, I am not a complete moron. Some might say I have some missteps here and there, but I am not a complete moron. Avatar. Avatar just knocked off Mark Cleveland, ladies and gentlemen. Avatar. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, buddy. Avatar, I'm gonna bow for you. <laughs> Avatar dropping the 400 wad, which means, and Mark Cleveland, your shirt is almost done. Which means we start working on your design during this show, Avatar. So we've got three straight shows. Where we've had the record broken. We had the 399 Seth, Seth Jocelyn, followed by the Mark Cleveland, followed by now the Avatar. And and to the moon. To the, to moon. the moon, all three of you. But Avatar specifically right now. Mark Cleveland's such a good sport. He's been willing this to happen. He's been saying, come on, somebody step in. Somebody step in and, and take me out early. So Avatar, we gotta make your we got to make your shirt right now. Uh, Kevin, to answer your question real quick, and then before we start talking about Avatar again, and I'm going to open up the phone lines for Avatar. Avatar, you need to call in, and we need to design your shirt right now. So I'm opening up the phone line, Avatar. Uh, or or maybe, yeah, yeah, let's open the phone line, and you can dial in. Or you can dial me up on Instagram, Avatar. Ring me up right now on Instagram, and, and we can do it that way if you want. Kevin Williams says, what's up, Smitty? In a super flex draft this year, uh, get Javante at the 2.12. Do you, Smitty, approve Javante at the 2.12? In a super flex? I do. It does depend on um, who's available. I can't really, Smitty, approve anything without knowing the board and the flow. But at 2.12, if you already got a quarterback, so you you took, obviously, if you're at 2.12, you drafted 1.1. You took a quarterback. You didn't take JT, I'm, I'm assuming. You can't not take a quarterback if you're at the 1.1 in the Superflex. So you have to go with a uh, with a Josh Allen or Herbert. Let's just say you went Josh Allen. Now you can treat this as a normal draft, in my opinion, in a Superflex. 2QB, mandatory is different than Superflex. Superflex, you have the option. I'm going to say go ahead and go, Javante, but it depends on who's there. Like, is, is Najee there? Is... Uh, uh, Chase Jefferson Cup, so I kind of need to know context of that, but in general, no, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, just bought the 2022 content deal on the website. boy, overcome and DM me. Did you get the $30 one or the, or the 75 and get the text message? Uh, DM me if you need to add the texting. I'll, I'll swing you a little bit of a deal or something. Herbert 1.1, Kevin. Okay, uh, who's available there for you? Now, Avatar, um, we didn't even read Avatar's message. We got so excited. That we didn't even get to it. So let me read this message on behalf of Avatar. Let it be known that no one goes harder than Avatar. Graveyard crew, 
When do I get my emoji? You get your emoji right now, Avatar. Um, <laughs> how do we... Let's let's go in and create his, his emoji right now. Let's create his emoji right now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a, a little, like, makeshift one. Avatar. Let's see. Av... Avatar. We're going to make this... This is going to be very, very, like, makeshift-like, okay? Maybe you'll like it this way. Maybe this is better this way. Maybe you'll appreciate it more this way. Avatar. Now we're going to screenshot that. Okay? It's even got the X and edit in it. <laughs> Actually, let's, let's, let's slim it down so we can read it better. Avatar. Mark Cleveland, uh, use your emoji before it goes away. Or, uh, oh, we didn't make marks yet. We got to like have the top three people have their emojis. Okay, so hold on. I saved that. Let me go in and adjust the avatars or the uh, the avatars. Let me adjust the emojis going in. One second, avatar. Don't, don't freak out. Here it comes. Let me add that. Emojis. Okay. <sighs> Poor. I feel so bad taking out Jocelyn's. But hey, rules are the rules. Okay, Jocelyn's, yours is getting edited, replacing image, avatar's image. The name will be avatar. Saved. Saved. Avatar, try and use it right now. You might have to, to close the live chat, come back into the live chat. Tell me if your avatar emoji work. Everybody drop an avatar emoji right now. Let's see if it works. I'm going to drop it too. Boom. Boom. <laughs> well, we can make a better one unless you just like that one because it's special. <laughs> Avatar's got his own emoji. Uh, there you go. Drop an avatar. The leading super cha chatter of the year. In a single live stream. Um, if you're driving and you can't call in, that's okay. But we'll make your shirt live if you want. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Shutdown 602 NFL. So when Avatar calls in, we'll make his shirt and we'll make it live. We'll do it live. Or you can message me. Signed up for YouTube membership. Oh. Oops. Appreciate you, James. Let's go back to the voicemails while we wait for some phone calls. Victor dropping another one. And Smitty, another question that I have is, what's your opinion on Damian Pierce? Because I saw you... Love, Dam Love Damian Pierce, Victor. And we'll get back to that in a second. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? What's up, Smitty? Uh, my name's Hayden. I'm a newer viewer on your show. Appreciate you, Hayden. I want to ask a few questions. Yeah, what's up, man? I think you're the man, bro. Thank you. I want to ask you some questions really quick. Sure. So I do a re I do a redraft league, twelve team PPR, and we can trade picks. So I went I trade I was at the eleven spot. I traded the eleven spot. I have fourteen and I got thirty five or sorry, I got thirty six, thirty seven. So my first picks are fourteen, thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight. 
and I'm trying to get Brees Hall, ETN, um, I want to say Herbert there sometimes. It's a little early, but I kind of like getting him there for like an elite quarterback. Yeah. So I was wondering what you think to do at that spot, at like the three, four turn. I have four picks. Yeah, that's a good question. Let's pull up some uh, some rankings here. We'll do overall consensus data. We won't necessarily. It's kind of a mix of ADP. Uh, let's let's grab um, let's grab the top. Uh, let's say fifth. Uh, let's see. Let's go with the twenty three through like forty eight, and let's just see what we can cook up with that right there. Okay. So I'm going to drop that on the screen. I don't know if you can see it, but I'll, I'll read it off to you as we go as well. And and Avatar, again, appreciate you, Avatar. We'll make your uh, we'll make your shirt. And if you've got to do that in DMs, we can do that in DMs too. Or I can call you later. Um, if you're busy right now, no problem at all. We'll take care of you. Uh, bar, okay, so, so at 23, 24, 25. Uh, oh, we got to do your 14 overall. Okay. So at 14 overall, yeah, no, I'm going to say that... 14... If, Go ahead. I'm 14, 35 through 38. Yeah, yeah. So I got it on screen here. Uh, I have four. You what? I want to go Javante at 14. Yeah, so we got 14, 35, 36, 37, 38. So let's say Javante's there at 14. He probably should be there. If he isn't there, and Swift is obviously gone. Swift's going to go above above Javante, but you never know. I just want to mention it. I I, I mean, I like Debo. I like, uh, you know, Lamb. I like... Uh, Diggs, I'm, I'm, I'm not cold on at all. I just, I, I'm a little bit like cautious with him at like 10 or 11 or 12, but I don't mind him at 14. Like, but, but, but Javante is the big difference maker here. I think it gives you flexibility that it's going to afford you to, to be able to do more with your best player available pr- approach with the next pick. So Javante going number one, I love that. So let's put that on the board and let's, let's, let's pretend you drafted him. So Javante Williams is going to you. That's your first pick. And we'll put that right up at the top here. So let's build your team. So Javante, get Javante. Now pick 35. Let's go a little bit above 35 and see who might slip. Uh, Josh Allen could fall. Josh Allen could fall, and I don't mind that. Kyle Pitts could fall. That, that would be a good a good selection as well. A.J. Brown could fall. Um, yeah. Tyreek Hill won't. T. Higgins probably won't. And I don't know if I... I like T. Higgins, but I don't know about the, for the maybe. Yeah, you could be you'd be okay with Higgins in this range, but I think what you would be lucky to get is, let's say Brees Hall's there. Okay, let's say Etn is there. Yeah. I would take Brees Hall. I would take Etn. Then you'd have your your. I, mean, I assume you could start three running backs, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Th- then I would probably go. Uh, so that's. 35, 36. So you, you have a wide receiver that you need to grab here. Let's call it DK. I think DK could definitely be there. And then you got to make a decision. When's your next pick? Uh, 59. I think you should maybe wait till 59 and pass on, on the quarterback. If you can get something like this, if McLaurin and DK are there, try and see if you can get Burrow somehow. I'm not saying he'll fall to 59, um, I've seen him fall to 59 pretty, uh, I want to say regularly. Yeah, actually, yeah. Four point, 59 is what? What pick is that? Four point, or... Uh, uh, it should be end of the... 4.9. I want to say fifth. The what? End of the fifth. Yeah. 59. I, I've had Burrow be there like pretty much every time. Yeah. Okay, so let's do that. Let's say Burrow 
Let's see, Burrow is your pick. You, you, I think you'll get him there. I think you'll definitely get him there. So wait on Burrow. Burrow's the best pick in the NFL. This team right here would win you a championship. This team right here would absolutely win you a championship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank sir, you, Avatar. I'm with you, bro. Like, look at Bur- Burrow, Javante Hall, ETN, DK McLaurin. I literally would like, I would email everybody after this draft and be like, guys, there's no shame in sending me half the money up front. I'll collect all the money <laughs> and then let's just start over again so you guys can have a shot and we can all have fun because this right here wouldn't be fun for anybody. And you can replace DK with Waddle. You can replace, uh, you know, either one of these guys. You could put Herbert in one of these spots and then a wide receiver like Hollywood Brown instead of Burrow. You could do a, a, a different variation of this. And let's say Hall or ETN wasn't there. You could go, you know, McLaurin, DK, and Waddle. You aren't forced to take this exact route, but in concept, this thing yeah. wins championships. Does anybody think this team doesn't literally scare every single other owner in the league? I would love to know if anybody believes differently. Uh, Brian says he likes Pittman in there. And Mike Williams, I don't. I'm not opposed to Mike Williams in here. I I personally don't like Pittman enough. When you consolidate down to to you know you trade down and you've got this grouping of players, I think you got to hit more home runs than than Pittman. I think Pittman doesn't oh, have yeah. enough upside to be one of these guys because you know he's trading into this cluster here. So I I don't love Pittman here. I'm not saying I don't love Pittman, but I don't love Pittman right here. I think people are overdrafting Pittman. I don't like him in round four at all. Sorry about that. Something, let, let something I've also seen is like ETM might not be there when I get there. So like Monty sometimes falls there. Uh, Elijah Mitchell sometimes is there. But I, I like ETM over both of them, honestly, personally. But um, also Deontay Johnson's there too. I don't know if you're big on Deontay Johnson, but him and Waddle usually fall there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not big on Deontay. Deontay and Pittman are two of my avoids, given where they're going. It's not that I hate them in general. I just feel like I feel like Deontay in the fourth round and Pittman in the fourth round is leaving you no room for error. You know, like like yeah. I, I I like Pittman. He's a gr- he's a great wide receiver three or low end two, but like people are drafting him as almost a low end wide receiver one or like a high end wide receiver two. And the same thing with Deontay. I just don't. I just don't love that. I would love this team. And guys, give or take, it's the process and strategy, not necessarily the exact player. So if you like Pittman as much as DK, do you? If you're watching this, but this formula right here would win leagues, win leagues single-handedly. Just smash everybody to pe- Brees's pieces, baby. This team would be absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Go tear it up, bro. I want to hear your victory story at the end of the year. Who? Who? Yes, uh, sir, who might? Who am I talking to again? Aiden. <laughs> Aiden. Okay, let me put you in here. So if you call again, I'll know. H A. Yeah, oh, Aiden. Aiden with H. Aiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can I call you Aiden? I'm just <laughs> kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No. All right. I got you in your head, Aiden. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Later. All right. Good call, Aiden. Good call. That's the kind of content I like. At a boy. Hayden dropping massive uh, talent on the field this year with that with those picks. Uh, Avatar, I don't know if you've been trying. Let me see what Avatar's been saying. Avatar's the man. Support your boy Smitty's whole life uh, is the game. 
and the fans. Yes, Avatar it is. Smitty, the man, just support him. Appreciate you, Avatar. Dropping a wad, man. Avatar dropping a wad. So I gotta, I gotta move. I'm, not, I'm not gonna move uh, Seth out of here yet. Seth deserves to be on here for a few days more, and so does Mark. So we're gonna go ahead and. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Smitty, it's Avatar. Yeah, buddy. First of all, What's good up, buddy. buddy. I appreciate you. Um, thank you so much for for supporting the channel. Um, can't 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 do any more than thank you, pal. What can I do for you? And, and we're gonna make your shirt. Up. You're the number one guy, man. You do more for the fans than anyone else in this industry, and you deserve to be supported and promoted. So thank hey. you for everything you do. Hey, oh, I'm appreciate. addicted to the show. You got a great crew. Graveyard crew, you got a great daytime crew. It's just a great community, man. Yes, we're building. We're taking it to the top, baby. And I, I'm not. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Where's my, where's my table shot? Here we go. And I'm not gonna forget my people. Like I know a lot of people say, like, oh, you know, I get that a lot. Smitty, you talk to everybody more than any other show, and that's what we like about you. And I know all that. I, I've, I have a good grasp of, as to what what I need to do. And I always like to be reminded of that. So it's not a bad thing to keep myself, you know, centered. Like I, I can't stop remembering how we built this thing and why we're taking off and why we're heading to the moon avatar. Just like you, you're in the moon, pal. To the moon. Appreciate you. But, but, <laughs> but, um, when we get bigger, I'm still going to find a way. Like right now I answer every single comment on my channel. Like I, sometimes I don't get to the replies of the original comment, you know, because you don't get alerted the same. So, like, if I reply to your first comment, I don't reply to your, your you know, the follow-up. It's because you don't get alerted quite the same. But I try and get to every single initial comment on my YouTube channel. So, I'm going to continue to do that. And it's, it's people like you, Avatar, that I work for. So, let's get let's get to designing your shirt real quick. And then cool. uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll get to whatever questions you have. So, here's your shirt, buddy. Here's your shirt, okay? I don't know if you can see. If you're driving, that's okay. You can ex- you can ex- explain it to me. First of all, do you like the design of the shirt that I had, and do you want to have it kind of similar with like the the one red um, solid piece with one of your favorite players in that part, and then players like around it? You there, Avatar? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can throw you can throw a few guys on there. I like Brees. I like Etn. I like Javante. I listen. I like Pittman. I know you don't like Pittman, but I got to say this piece for Pittman. Have you seen his reception perception? Yeah. The guy has some of the top receiver metrics in the NFL, and it's kind of a foregone conclusion that his quarterback play is going to be better this year than it was last year. Yeah. So in the fourth round, you may be drafting him. He may be a little better than the fourth round value. So, I mean, that's how I think a lot of people feel about him. Yeah, I don't mind. I think what it is is I I like him. I just don't mind him. Like in five at five at all, I like him at five. I just don't like him at in four. Sure. I just there's and it's not so much about me not liking him in four. It's that I like a handful of players more, like Brees Hall, like Etn when he falls, like uh you know sure. Her, Herbert if he's there. It's not that I don't like him. I just think he's a great fifth round pick. He's just a cautious. I just I'm cautious about fourth round value. Um. But okay. yeah, so so Brees Hall, Etn Pittman. I don't mind putting. Look, Avatar. Trust your gut. Anybody that likes Pittman, don't let me sway <laughs> you. I'm not telling you not to like Pittman. I just don't like his ADP. But who else you want? 
Brees Hall, ETN Pittman. Josh Allen, Josh Allen and Javante. Josh Allen and Javante. Got it. And who's your favorite out of all of them? I'm going to put your favorite one in the middle in this little, like, red box. Probably going to be ETN. ETN. I'm going to overdraft him all the time this year because yeah, I ETN. think he's going to be ETN. To I think moon. he's going to be a second round value that you can get in the third round. Yeah, I I agree, bro. So we'll put like Hall right here. We'll put ETN at the top. We'll put uh, we'll put uh, Javante right here. We'll put Pittman down the side. There you go. Hey, listen, on the back, can you put? Your YouTube channel, the Fantasy Football Show with the YouTube icon. Yeah. So when I'm walking around in it, people see the back. Absolutely. We'll do uh, on on the back. Uh, yeah, back we'll do we'll do the the logo and everything. Sure, for sure. Yep. On that it, way bro. People see it while they're walking around. They'll say, "I got to check that channel out." On it, bro. I'm on it. Um, what else you What else you got for me? Let's talk. Uh, talk about another player. Well, I can't right now, man. I'm about to roll into the 5 o'clock tournament at Caesars Palace for poker. So Ooh. I'll call back either later on tonight or tomorrow, though, brother. Okay. Uh, drop a... Uh, drop a... Let's see. Drop something on the roulette wheel. Just like something small. Ten, you know, don't go dropping $500 on like ten dollars on ETNs. <laughs> on, on ET, put it put it on one of these players. Put it on these players on their numbers. Put like put like five dollars <laughs> on all of their numbers. ETN, you're gonna land you a land you a win. Appreciate you, Avatar. <laughs> we'll see you later, right, buddy. Man. Your we'll shirt will be made, and and you'll be rocking it. Appreciate you. See you, buddy. Yep. Oh, hey, 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 DM me on Instagram, and then we'll talk about where I send it. I'll send you the shirt. Just DM me on Instagram. Avatar, what a man, what a monster. He's going into Caesar's Palace right now. Walking into Caesar's Palace to drop some uh, some wads. Okay, let's get to uh, the the phone lines and, and do a few more a uh, few more call-ins. Dial into the show. Oh, dial in again. I missed it, guys. Call in again. I missed it. Call into the show. Call into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. make this shirt. Mark, your shirt is almost complete. Mark is going to love his shirt. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you? What's up, Smitty? It's James Conklin, man. Y'all put me on the uh, voicemail group on the IG. Uh, con- okay, uh, DM me, and then I'll do that. I'll do that. Did you already send me a DM? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, but uh, I just want to bring up a discussion topic, right? So let's talk about dynasty. Okay. You can only have one, and I want you to make a case for either one or the other. Um, so let's talk about the rookie running back. Or the, not the running back, but the rookie wide receivers. Okay. So you got uh, Jameson Williams. You have uh, Alave, uh, who's the kid out of uh, London, and then uh, the Jets. Uh, which Garrett, one was that? Garrett Wilson. Another Ohio State kid. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, I'm leaning more towards Olave just because of we don't know what Mike Thomas is. Yeah, the the weird the weird thing about this, bro, is that uh, I would say I would say the fact that that uh, you're gonna have some some players ranking better in redraft than they are in dynasty is weird. Like this is a weird wide receiver year. Like Watson's gonna maybe be one mm-hmm. of the best rookie wide receivers, but yet when Aaron Rodgers leaves, what are we left with? We, we don't know. So I would say of this crew right here, Alave's got the best shot at being the best redraft wide receiver of the ones you've listed. Long term, uh-huh. I think he's still in the top three. Jamison Williams is my number one long term, but he's not going to do it in year one. He's going to take a lot of time to get back on. You know, he's got to get back on his horse. He's got to get his explosion back. One of his biggest assets is the separation that he's able to provide, and he's not going to be able to do that for 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 some time. Even when he comes back, you know, it's going to take him a while to get back. And then when he gets back, he's going to have a tough time with that separation. Alave is just in the best spot. I don't trust Mike Williams. I've told everybody from day one. I told everybody from last year, do not do... You what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. My coworker showed up. Oh. No. Um, no. Alave easily is... Uh, is my pick. Yeah. Um, and that's even going forward because uh James Winston's not old. You know what I mean? Like he can he can actually establish some rapport. So Yeah. I would say I would say Jameson Williams long term, I would say Alave's in the top three regardless. I think London's in the top three or four. Like it, 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 the, the, the hard part is they're all very close. And guys like London and Garrett Wilson, who might have a little more ability or upside than an I don't want to say upside than Alave because Alave is right there. But like Watson. Like Watson doesn't have as much skill as Garrett Wilson in London, but his uh-huh. situation is better. Uh, Garrett Wilson's situation could be good. We don't really know yet. I, I, we got to kind of see how it plays out. London's situation isn't that good. He's got to compete with targets and touchdown opportunities that are. I, I think like slim enough to go around. You got Cordero Patterson moving back to wide receiver. You've got uh, Tyler Algier. They're going to probably lean on the run a little bit. I don't know that I love London as a rookie. I think he'll be very inconsistent. Olave, I don't trust Mike Williams. Mike Williams, I said, stay away from for last year and this year. Um, no news is bad news. Mike Williams, you know, rounding out corners, not making sharp cuts, and everybody's excited because there's footage of him running. There's footage of him running routes and doing very, very minimal stuff right now, and we're in July. Like, I'm not excited about Mike Williams. We're probably looking at, I think, a very disappointing Mike Williams season, but that that opens the door to Olave. I trust Olave more than I trust Mike Williams. I'm sorry, Mike Thomas. I keep saying Mike Williams. Mike Thomas, sorry. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're good. Mike Thomas. I yeah, love Mike, Mike Williams. Williams to the moon. Mike Thomas stayed all day. Yeah, Mike. Sorry, Mike Williams. Let me let me make this right between me and Mike. To the moon. I apologize, Mike <laughs> Williams. That was my fault. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Everybody in the chat. There's like a 10 second delay. I see Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas. I, I apologize. Uh, what else you got for me? And I'm sorry. Who did you say this was? Man, that, this is James Conklin, man. Conklin. Conklin. Okay. Yeah, last last year you called me on IG when I was working uh, on a forklift, so that was kind of entertaining. I yeah, just my boss hold on, I'm, I'm busy. Conklin, um, okay. But yeah, man, I need to be in the voicemail group. You know, I'll bring the content. Yep, so I, I will look for you and I will add you. I appreciate you, James. 
right, save me in the phone because I'm gonna call in all all, all year. I got I you saved. I, I'll, I'll, like, I'll know. You. I'll know when you're calling now. Appreciate you. All right, appreciate. All right, dial in. Dial into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, Smitty, how you doing? It's uh, Steven. Uh, wanted to ask you a question, man. Uh, it's the first time I'm doing a tight end premium league. How uh, how early in those types of leagues would you uh, target tight end? Do you need like my scoring or anything like that? Uh, no, I mean, in general, I will stay, I will stay, uh, Steven, that, that, you know, it, it obviously matters flow. Um, and I don't have that flow. I won't have that flow, you know, unless you're on the clock or something. I, it depends, you know, like if you think you can get a Dawson Knox later, which I'm in a tight end, I'm in the Scott Fishbowl, uh, tight end premium, uh, in six point per TD pass. Every other TD worth five points is a really weird scoring. I don't like how they do weird scoring every year. Like you I mean, I know they do it to make it fun that no one really knows what the scoring is going to look like or, you know, the strategy involved of a new scoring format. And they kind of tweak it every year a little bit. But I don't like weird scoring, to be honest. I don't like double quarterback with tight end premium and then minus, you know, this and that and reception, you know, get points for carries or you get, you know, I I hate when you, you, I don't want to create content for every single scoring out there, you know, so like tight end premium even bothers me in some ways, but like I I have to provide content for it when I'm asked questions and I I have the text line that, you know, I help break it down for people and I can conceptualize what, what needs to be adjusted, you know, but, but I'd say that in a tight end premium, you'll find two things happening. One, one of two things happening, tight ends go like crazy you know, and they get scooped up like mad and you, you can't get a Dawson Knox in round five or a Friar Muth in round six, or only people react to the very top tight ends like Kelsey, Pitts, Waller, um, Andrews, Kittle, and then they just kind of soften on it again. And then it's like kind of treated like normal. That's kind of how the, the Scott Fishbowl has been. Everybody scooped up Andrews and they gobbled up the top guys. And now no one's even drafting the other tight ends because like tight end premium it's a hard thing to invest in midway through the draft because you're already especially if it's super flex if you're super flex on top of it they usually go hand in hand uh-huh. it's super flex well, for me uh i can tell i can tell you what this one no super flex but so wait out they they have everything lined up it's uh one quarterback two running backs then uh they added in uh three receivers tight end and then it's a wide receiver, uh, running back, tight end type of flex, and then just the kicker and defense. But I just it was like the first time that they added that because last year, what year they did what you're talking about? They added uh, one point per carry for the running backs, and then they ended up getting rid of that because it was like a stupid like scoring. It's, it's, so they wanted to try it was like point per catch, like half point of catch for like the tight ends. Yeah, you know what's weird about changing your rules? It's so dumb, in my opinion, to like keep tweaking. And I'm not saying your league's dumb. I'm just saying t- tweaking rules is dumb. Like when you do that, because yeah. you're trying to like level the playing field for something. Like, I, and usually the person that comes up with, "Oh, we need to even the score," it's because that league format isn't working for them. So the commissioner wants to get rid of their weakness, and so the commissioner's like, "Let's make." Running backs less valuable because I suck at drafting running backs. That's how it derived. That's how it derived. These weird scoring that that no show supports, no content creator supports. Why would you do it? The content's not there. Why would you do it? 
You need to consume content somewhere. How fun is it to go to a channel that's providing content over and over for something that doesn't apply to you? I don't really know why. Like, now, Chucky, Chucky, you are very old school, though. Like, Chucky's not in the PPR. PPR was the same concept to me when I was starting out in the industry. I was like, PPR, I don't want to go toward PPR. I'm old school with this stuff because I played fantasy football since I was 14 years old. And, and so I didn't want to do PPR. But at some point, I shifted over, and I'm glad I did, and I'll never look back, Chucky. I think when you do non-PPR, you're in the same boat. You're not getting content the same way that you'd be getting because everyone does PPR. But this whole extra step that people are taking, uh, double, we're doing carries, we're doing five points for TD, or for running back touchdowns and, and receiving touchdowns, but tight ends get six points for touchdowns, quarterbacks get six. Like, everybody's messing with everything, and you can't, you can't plan for it. Um, but in general, let me yeah. answer your question. And in general, uh, I would okay. I would take Fryermuth or I'd take Knox when you start seeing the tight ends go off the board. I don't know that I force a tight end okay. early. I, I I think I take advantage of the panic of that initially, and I hope that there's a Fryermuth waiting for me because I love Fryermuth's value more than I love forcing a tight end early in a premium because I want to land the next guy. I want that Waller or that that Hawkinson when they are worthy of getting taken in hindsight in the third or fourth round, and you're going to scoop them up in the later round. So obviously Schultz, he'll probably go early, but look for him. Um, and, and then if Fryermuth or Fryermuth or Knox fall into an, an area where you feel really, really comfortable saying, eh, I might be able to get those wide receivers the next round. I don't need to force anybody right here. So if that's round six, it's round six. If it's round five, it's round five. Like you just got to kind of feel out where the tight ends are going. Fryermuth is like, a 10th rounder normally. So you'll be able to kind of sense, okay. I think, a round or two early whether Fryermuth needs to be be drafted or not. But he's the guy I would take if I'm you. Go get Fryermuth, load up at the other positions, take advantage of the panic on the, on the premium tight end, and just nail your late tight end. Make sure you have that on lock. You don't miss on Fryermuth. You don't miss on Knox. You get one of them. Monitor the draft very carefully to know, and then boom, you're in the money. Okay. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, man. Because uh, I know, like, we ended up vote. Well, different people voted on it. Like, the commissioner just puts up like rules to like a vote, and like we all get like contribute some type of way as to like voting it in. But like, I feel like the what you're talking about too is like it's either going to be the half point, the tight end that they're going to look at the most, or uh, because we added an extra like receiver, starting like the three receivers, that might be like a receiver one. So I, I've just been trying to like figure out like uh, what to attack and what, what might be available especially if guys want to do that what's your draft pick do you know no not yet I, I don't think we're going to know until like uh, later on as soon as I do find out if I find out before I'm like I'm drafting or anything like yeah, that call in. I'll be sure to definitely like let you know because okay. it's uh, 12, 12 teams so I'll, I'll definitely let you know okay man appreciate you yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thanks for uh, letting me call in and stuff. Yeah, um, call in. Let me see if I have you saved in here. Uh, well, uh, you're Steven, right? Yeah. Okay, thanks, Steven. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Call in anytime, Steven. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Uh, what else we got here? Fool's Gold. Let's go to Fantasy Football Court. Oh, no. We've got another caller here. 
You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you? Yellow. Uh, Ron, I saw you calling in. Try again, Ron. We'll do fantasy football court next. Schultz will be this year's Andrews. Absolutely, Colin. The only problem is we've been saying this for months and months and months, bro. And so, Colin, at some point, it seems like now the world is catching on. What's up, Ron? How you doing, pal? Hey, what's up? Yeah, it went right to your thing and said you're unavailable. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I mean, I'm on. When I'm on a call, I can't answer the other one. I can't hang up, but I I try not to do that for anybody unless uh, unless the super chatter, high super chatter is calling while I'm on a, a line. I'll I'll I got to get to them, so I'll hang up. But past that, I, I try not to hang up on anybody. What's up, man? Hey, you know, um, like your last caller, you know, you were talking about you know the the different scoring systems and all that, and I know you don't like FFPC because they have the tight end premium. But in all honesty, you know, I've done a lot of drafts in FSPC. I'm, I'm, you know, me and my buddy, we, we've done it. The tight ends actually go off about the same as they do in best ball, to be honest with you. I mean, like in the in the drafts we're, we've done in there, Briar Muth coming off in 10, Knox coming off in 9, uh, Irv Smith in 10, you know, so it's the same type of thing where your Kelsey's, Andrews, Pitts, Waller, Kittle, all them go in like top four rounds, and then it's just it's it's, it's almost identical. It's just um, yeah. So I find um, that I find that Fryermuth is what no matter what the scoring format is, he's there late, and you can pretty much get a sense of when he's going to go. Because you start seeing the the guys that are like two or three tight end spots ranked ahead of him go, he's usually not right after. He's usually a yep. little bit of a delay, so like you have time to react. Like you you have no excuse not to take Fryermuth this year in the later rounds. And if you're in tight end premium, yep. he might go a little earlier, but not that much earlier. He's uh, uh, he's absolutely my my go to guy. Yeah, mine too. I mean him between him and and, and Knox. And Irv Smith, because I, I I have good feelings about Irv Smith this year. He's got a lot to prove, but he, he's healthy, so I have a good feeling about him. Um, and there's a couple other ones I like. Everett and uh, on the Chargers going in there, I think he he could be. Um, I got you know 13th round or, or later. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, I like those middle those guys like that are right around Friarmuth. I, I did a draft the other night where the top two people in the draft in, in, in best ball it was Friarmuth uh, um, and Irv Smith they were back to back in ADP and so and I needed two tight ends and there was no receiver, no running backs I wanted around them so I went back to back because I had the 11-12 so uh, yep. I mean I had the 12, you know I had the turn Muth oh, and Knox um, are, are my guys. I went and I got. Yep. yep. and Knox. Muth and Knox. I like, but Knox goes a little bit earlier, so sometimes you miss out on them. And so if, if I can't get Knox, then I'll, I'll do like the Irv Smith and the Friar Muth. Yep. Um, because they're they're right around that area. It, it depends where I'm at in the draft, the spot, and all that. But hey, um, real quick though, too. At the beginning of the show, you were talking about, um, you know, how the uh, Watson thing and 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 all that. But I think 
I think the Goodell could be screwed no matter how he goes about it. Whether he takes her advice or he doesn't take her advice. Yeah. Um, because the, the women's activist groups are out there. And when, when, when Watson got that, that big payday, they were all over it. And so even if, if Goodell thinks, okay, well, I'm going to go with her because it will look bad if I don't go with her, if he does that, these women groups can really smear the NFL like that. You don't think they will. They will. So I think he's screwed yeah, if he true. doesn't at least push it. That's true. Now, I, I, I've, got, I've kind of thought about that myself, uh, that, too, and I've gone back and forth on, on, on what way I think it could go. But you're right. I mean, you're right. The only thing is, it's like you're going to have a lot of people coming down on him saying, why did you put the process in place to begin with? Maybe there's some way to, in crafty fashion, you know, and who knows how corrupt this process is, you know, like we, we I'm not I'm not I, suggesting I Sue Robinson is is vulnerable to that. But we just don't know like what she's being instructed to do, how she's being brought in, uh, how much, you know, freedom does she really have? like we, we don't really know. And so I feel I feel like no. it could go a hundred different ways for sure. He is screwed no matter what, because you're right. The, the women's activist groups will be all over it no matter what. And if he doesn't, you know, move it up, there'll be a lot of people that are upset anyway. And if let's say she comes in and says six to eight games and he says, no, it's a season long, everyone's going to blast him for that. So either way it, it goes, he will be in bad shape. The only thing that would be good is if Sue Robinson comes in with a, a season long suspension or at least like a 12 game. And then everybody wins from the perspective, not Watson, especially if Watson's innocent. I understand everybody's still on the innocent till proven guilty thing, but in terms of the NFL's eyes, if it comes in high, then he can leave it alone and say, I, I'm not touching it. This is, you know, this is why I brought her in. And if it's high enough, then he can, he can hide behind that and say, no, you know, she made the ruling, not me. So like if it comes in, the only way right. what you're saying is going to be, yeah, if it comes in too low, then it's a really tough spot to be in for, for him. And that's his fault. <laughs> like I'm not, I don't feel bad for him, but he's in a real that's tough spot. If it comes in six to four to six games, you can't you can't leave it at four to six games. You also can't do anything if it's ten to twelve, because then he he would be circumventing her to 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 take it from ten to twelve to a season. That that is going to look really bad for him. But he can't leave it at four to six because of what you're saying. Because then it's going to look really bad for him. And so it has to be somewhere high, but maybe not season long for everybody to kind of walk away from it and be like, okay, it makes sense for all sides, even though one side's going to be unhappy. Uh, what else you got? Yeah. Well, um, why is there so much discrepancy in like all these rankings and AD? I mean, you, you hear people like, okay. Um, you have to take Chase. Chase is like this and that, and you have to take Higby and all that. But we don't don't take don't take uh, um, don't take the quarterback because we, we we think he sucks. How is that? You know what I'm saying? It's like you know we're getting great deals on on on, um, on Burrow right now, but. Um, I mean, you hear people all the time saying, you know, take these high good receivers or running backs or whatever, but stay away from their quarterbacks. Um, it's just How does that make any sense? It's just late round quarterback mentality. Just people are like, it's so stacked. And it, it is stacked. It is stacked. But it doesn't mean that Burrow doesn't, you know, like I always say, it's apples to apples. You can't, 
You can't say drafting Burrow or Herbert in round five or six is a mistake just because quarterback is deep. It doesn't that doesn't work. That that argument doesn't hold water when we compare the players that you can get two for two. Like Burrow in round six and uh you know and uh a cor- versus a quarterback later, let's say let's say you could even promise me you could get Stafford in round nine. I'd I'd take Burrow over six all day long over even Aaron Rodgers or Brady in round nine. And I know you like Brady but the difference, the guy I can get where you're getting Brady is going to compete in my mind because I feel like I'm going to nail the pick. In my mind, is going to compete with the player you're getting in round six where I'm taking Burrow. So to, to, to defend early quarterback drafting a little bit, it, 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 it's, it depends on when you're on the clock and who is there alternatively to make you not want to go early quarterback because I love going Trey Lance in round seven or eight. I love going Russell Wilson late. I'm I'm all about drafting any quarterback anywhere, anytime. It just it's who's on the clock when you're gonna maybe go quarterback early. Everybody answering this question with a blanket statement, not factoring in the flow of draft. It's it's astonishing how many analysts out there literally say wait on a quarterback. They don't even know what the draft board looks like. Wait on a quarterback. Don't draft a quarterback yeah. early. You can get an Aaron Rodgers later. Who cares about Aaron Rodgers when I can get Burrow or Herbert in the right place where people are sleeping at the wheel? Like, that's the part that drives me nuts. Or, oh, yeah. Or they don't even talk about ADP at all and just tell you to stay away from the guy completely. That that drives me nuts, too. Even you me. Know, you're, even you're, me. You're, you're talking about... Even me, I shouldn't say stay away from Fournette or Barkley, and I and I don't really say it that way, but I know people take it that way. At the right place, Barkley's a great pick. At the right place, Fournette could be a great pick. It's just not where they're going, not where I'm seeing them going time and time and time and time again. ADP-wise, I don't like them. Yeah, you, you just say stay away from the old guys is what you do. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to defend myself, and I'm thinking, of, okay, let's think of an old guy that I like. Um... Because I'm starting to think maybe you're, you're onto something. Well, but. You've, you've 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 talked about Derrick Henry's age. You've talked about um, uh, uh, Thielen's age. You've talked about Brady's age. You've talked about <laughs> yeah, but these are all these you are like players. These all are players on the the cliff. Like their feet are over the edge, and the question is, do they have one more year left? Like Henry, he's got one more year left if he does, and I don't want to be holding the bag. When he falls off the face of the earth, Henry cannot do like when people come in and say, "Oh, Henry's good for at least two or three, like at least two more years, maybe even three. He's just built different." That person doesn't, I think, understand that statistically speaking, it's impossible. Like it's impossible for him to be an elite player for three more years. Like one year, definitely possible. The odds are really low in my in, in my estimation. But, like, for sure, Henry could be the number one overall player in fantasy football 2022. I admit that. It's just a lower percentage that I'm comfortable with where he's going. Any, you know, anybody within the top 20 could be the number one overall player. And some of them have a 0.0, you know, 0.0004% chance. Some of them have a 10% chance. Some some of them have a 5% chance. I mean, you, you could argue that anybody's capable of that's like a, a relatively high pick of being the number one overall player at their position. It's, the odds are there. Um, 
Barkley could be the number one overall running back in 2022. The odds are just so low of him being even worth a second rounder, in my opinion. I'm taking him in three or I'm not taking him at all. So, I don't know. What's up, Jacob? What's up, David? All right, last thing I got to I gotta get to the next call. What do you, uh, last statement? Last statement, Ron? Oh, I just, I just got to razz you, dude. I like razzing you a little bit. I'll talk to you later. Right, I appreciate you, Ron. Thank, watch the show. Yeah, thank you, pal. All right, uh, I'm actually going to sh- shut the phone line off because I got to get to these uh, messages I promised my Discord that I would get to, and I keep like almost forgetting. So I apologize, Kenny. Kenny, I got it right here. Kenny Powers, my man, my mod, the myth, the man, the legend. Kenny Powers is going to read five or four uh, questions from the Discord. And if you want on my Discord, get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Question number one. This one's from Sean Hanley. Where are you drafting Kamara? I know guys in mocks are taking him earlier than you'd like. Is there a chance there's no suspension? And if there is, are you buying Ingram? My gut tells me not to, that other guys will fill in. Yeah, I don't don't know that I trust Ingram to be the backup all year. I I mean, even for six games or seven or eight or whatever. I mean, it could be be Jones. It could be, I mean, who knows what they could make a trade. Uh, I think Kamara is a good fourth round pick. I think that factors in six six games, maybe eight games, maybe not fourth fourth round. Late fourth round might factor in eight games, but you got to look at it from this perspective. You got to say to yourself, okay, it's not just that you are going to be without Kamara, you know, and you're starting at zero. You know, you're you're going to have somebody in the place. I prefer to have a different player on a different team in my lineup versus trying to just cuff this like mess of a situation example you get a a player like uh uh trying to think of like like a hunt you know you're, you're kind of taking the same approach i take with uh uh iuk and and um and hopkins if i draft hopkins i usually draft iuk a round or two later and that's a great cuff even though they're not on the same team to kind of supplement iuk and Hopkins for not combined or not uh, starting both of them at the same time. But if you took Ayuk for six games and Hopkins the rest of the year and you only had 17 starts, that's going to be a really good wide receiver. So that's kind of my, my my strategy for cuffing players when you're not even taking the player that's on the same team. So like a Cream Hunt, you know, which is kind of a higher name, uh, Cream Hunt, or you could go Tony Pollard. You could go AJ Dillon, which is also kind of a high pick, but... You have these two starting for you for 17 games. It's a really big number. So you got to look at it from that perspective. Now, fourth round value seems acceptable for this type of approach. Third round, probably not because the player you're passing on is just too valuable. Now, I will say this. I'm taking Brees Hall over Camaro all day long. So that kind of eliminates, in my mind, the idea that I'm probably ever going to own Camaro. Camaro's most likely going to be off the board when I'm out of position to draft Brees Hall. So when I'm ready, when I'm willing and ready to draft Brees Hall, he's already long gone. And, but in general, I would say, I probably would say fourth round. Mid fourth round feels about right and protected into the the delay, you know, in, in having him in your lineup. Good question. Cable asks, in a one QB, two RB, two wide receiver, one tight end format, after six rounds, what would your roster usually look like? 
Mine is one QB, three running backs, and two wide receivers. Let's hear that again. Two wide receivers, two RB. Cable asks, in a one QB, two RB, two wide receiver, one tight end format, after six rounds, what would your roster... Okay, uh, I mean, best player available. Cable, there's no... I don't... There is, I cannot tell you what to do. Because that's me telling you to draft a position. You'll never hear me tell you, hey, go into your draft for sure going wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. Or don't go quarterback early like I just ranted about for several minutes. you got to go best player available. You have to go best player available. There's just no other way to do it. And I don't care if it creates a hole in your lineup. I don't care. I don't care. If you have a, a weak running back too. You have a weak running back too. Buckle up your 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 pants, pull them up real nice and tight, and go to work. Go to work on the waiver wire, okay? Because if you don't buckle up and toughen up and go get yourself an Eli Mitchell, go grab yourself a bunch of Tony Pollards in your draft and get yourself in a position to fill that hole, then what what else are you gonna do? Like you really gonna draft a position? I don't understand it. I don't even understand it. How people could even suggest that you don't go best player available makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care about a weakness on my team if I'm literally stockpiling everywhere else. If I've got the best wide receivers and what running back one and quarterback combination you can find in the draft. But I'm weak at running back. I've told people to do this before. Like, Smitty, give me something unorthodox. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do something crazy. I'm ready. I'm. This person's not ready. This person's full of anxiety. This person doesn't want to go down this road. They pretend they want to. They want to fly real close to the sun. But they don't have sunscreen on. And so Smitty says, you know, hey, maybe we'll go with best player available. And maybe that leads us down a really cool road. Okay. We got to go best player available. So I help them with their draft. I've even had a guy, he, he you can you can order a, uh, me to draft with you on the fantasyfootballshow.com. So he ordered a draft call. I was all his the whole hour. We're on the phone talking. We're on the phone talking. And we say, he goes, okay. He was real, real nervous because he's, he's stepping outside of normalcy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is not going to end well. This guy's, a, this guy's an anxious in a panic attack mode. And he's like, okay, so we ended up going unorthodox, best player available. Dude didn't have a running back too. We skipped it. We're like third round, go wide receiver. Don't worry about running back. But I normally go running back, running back. Do you want to do an unorthodox approach or not? We go ahead and we draft wide receiver. We stack this team. It's the best team we've seen. I've seen in a draft, you know, at this point. Uh, I forget what the team is now, but this is last year. One of the best teams I'd seen at that point doing a draft call with somebody. But he had a really weak running back too. Really weak running back too. Probably even recommended Sir, uh, uh, Sermon and Mitchell to him. I know Sermon busted, but it's a duo. Sermon and Mitchell, it landed. It, it killed. It crushed. It won leagues. But this guy was just a panic. And so after we built him a really, really, really good team. Walks out of his draft with like Pollards and Madison. And a bunch of other players that, that obviously did well from, from a running back two sneaky perspective. He dismantled the whole 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 thing for a week straight. Text message after text message. Smitty, I just can't handle it. I'm gonna trade back into run. Just destroyed his team. Took four steps backwards to get two running two running backs 
No wide receivers whatsoever. Bare bones wide receivers within a week. Guy dismantled his roster. You have to stay the course. If you go best player available and it creates a hole at your running back too, then you work all year on it. You work the waiver wire. You work trades. You do your very best. And you figure it out. You figure it out. Um, This question right here, only because they say they stay healthy, can we trust Akers? You can't trust Akers. Not at where he's going. Not at where he's going. Akers cannot be trusted anywhere near his ADP. If it's anywhere near round three. And another one from Cable. In a 12-team redraft, it's the fourth round. We've drafted two wide receivers and one running back. Herbert, Hall, and Etan are all still available. Which one do we take? Um, did he say what players he had? And another one from Cable. In a 12-team redraft, it's the fourth round. We've drafted two wide receivers and one running back. I wish back. I knew who he had. Herbert, Hall, and Etan are all still available. Which one do we take? I take Hall because Burrow's there for you later. Hall or Etienne? Etienne's a tad bit safer. So if you want safety, if I knew who you had, I could kind of like tell you whether Brees Hall is worth the risk. I love Brees Hall. I, dra- I draft Brees Hall a little bit more than I draft ETN, but I'm torn on it. I'm torn on it. In, in a, a side-by-side draft, I go ETN in one. I go Brees Hall in the other, and I want to go both down both roads. I, I don't even know where your pick is. Maybe Brees Hall falls to your next pick. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know what the board looks like. I would say if you want safety, go ETN. If you want a little more high risk, high reward, because there is a potential he shares carries in the beginning of the year. I'm not worried about it long term, and he's a rookie, so I'm okay with him being unleashed a little slowly in weeks one, two, and three, but still getting production. Um, ETN's a bit safer. And the Burrow factor, Burrow's probably going to be waiting for you at the next round or two, so give me give me ETN if you want safety. Give me Brees Hall if, you're, if you like a little risk. And either way, Either way, I absolutely love it. And I'm assuming this is redraft because in Dynasty, he's a first-rounder. So I just want to make that point in case it's like, no, it's Dynasty. He's still there. <laughs> the dude asks, how do we evaluate players changing teams? How much consideration is placed on chemistry, playbook, and in-place assets without going 100% optimistic because it rarely works out? Say that one more time. The dude asks, how do we evaluate players changing teams? How much consideration is placed on... Okay, um, changing teams for players. Sorry, I was getting like four incoming calls while I was doing that. Uh, changing teams, it's case by case. You know, like, uh, like, like example, Robert Woods is changing teams. Disaster. Like counting on Robert Woods is not advisable. Why would you... The guy's coming back from an ACL tear, learning a new system and playbook, and you want him to come back and tear it up. Like I'm not even drafting Robert Woods, and, and that's and, and that's you know you know what I mean. Like that's it's a different situation entirely. Ron Navy dropping a super chat. Uh, you might want to mention best player is not the top of the ADP rank. Yeah, sometimes people take that, and that's even head scratching to me. Best player available. A lot of people, they say, they say this about me. Smitty thinks you should draft off ADP. <laughs> why, why on earth am I saying draft Brees Hall way earlier than other people? 
Why on earth do I love Javante at number 10, 11, 12 if I've got to take him there? You know, and Swift's gone or something. Yeah, so Ron makes a good point. People need to be reminded of that, I guess. Um, best player available is who is the best player in your mind, not ADP. You use ADP to manipulate and massage the data in the drafting of players to get away with what you can. ADP is to get away with what you can get away with. It, it means nothing else. It's a blueprint of what other people are going to do, most likely, on average. ADP data is a blueprint. The pre-rank list is a blueprint. No, some people can step outside the bounds of the ADP in the pre-rank. Yeah, like you. Like you're going to. Like I'm going to. But it is a blueprint because it pressures people. And and if Brees Hall's climbing up ADP pre-rank list and you're on the clock and Brees Hall's the third-ranked running back, he's not going to last to your next pick if you're picking 10, 15, 20 picks away. If you're 18 picks away, Brees Hall is not going to be there if he's the fifth-ranked running back. You have to reach. And reaching's okay. Reaching's okay when you've got to take the player. So, um, as far as changing teams, it's case by case. You can't really address it the same way in general. It's a ba- it's hard for wide receivers to change position or to, to move teams. Now, Tyreek Hill, here's your case by case. I think Tyreek Hill is moving to a much lesser situation because of the quarterback, but he's not based on the coach. So. You love the fact that he's going to a place where the coach, Miami Mike, Mike McDaniel, helped orchestrate and blueprint up and design the Debo Samuel wideback role. So Tyreek Hill is going to play a bunch of wideback. And the, 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 the casual is going to come in here and say, he can't hold up as a running back, Smitty. That's the casual. A casual does not understand what wideback is. A casual thinks that what Debo played at the end of the year was wideback. That was not. Debo played wideback, but at the end of the year, he's playing running back. It's a big difference. Um, wide back is wide receiver. Wide receiver that comes and does jet sweeps, gets the football at the line of scrimmage or beyond the behind the quarterback, turns a one-yard or minus four-yard catch into a 70-yard a touchdown. That's wide back. That's wide back. That's what Tyreek Hill is going to play. That is not running back like Debo played at the end of the year. No one wants Debo to play running back. And when Debo says, I'm no longer playing running back, it doesn't mean he's not going to play wide back. And it doesn't mean he's not going to carry, want the ball in his hands at all times once the contract's actually inked. Uh, Amazing Asian in the building, dropping a wad on the screen. Amazing Asian. Appreciate. Where's the button? Where's the button? Yeah, buddy. Amazing. Amazing is amazing. Where are we at? Phone lines. So Tyreek Hill's movement is is ironically not bad situationally. He just doesn't have the quarterback, so therefore, in turn, it's kind of a negative. See how it's all case by case? Like, Woods moving is horrible for Woods because he's got an ACL recovery he's got to worry about. Awful. Awful. But then the Tyreek Hill situation, if there's a good quarterback there, would have been amazing. Now it's just kind of like a wash or he's a slight downgrade because now he's going to get less touchdowns, less receptions, less yardage in an offense led by Tua, which you can defend Tua if you want. That's fine. It's a free country. But I don't think Tua is going to be the answer. I think the starting quarterback in Miami a year from today is not on the roster. I think whoever starts in 2023 will be acquired or drafted or whatever the case may be, but I don't think Tua... Maybe Tua gets one and a half years or something. Maybe we say 
uh, a half a year in, he's no longer uh, on the roster or starting for the, the Miami Dolphins. Sorry, a year and a half in. Maybe he goes a whole year and he goes a half a year. I don't know. But but Tom Brady was was the guy they wanted in Miami. And that was, I don't know if anybody heard the story, but Tom Brady was being traded to my. It was a lock. Tom Brady in Miami was an absolute lock before the Flores stuff blew up, and it, it, it was it was uh, it was it was locked in, and it, it got unraveled by the Flores situation. Um, and that was before Miami Mike was there. Amazing Asian, appreciate you. What an amazing uh, Asian! Did he drop anything? He just dropped a super chat. Did, did he drop a question at all? Thought you could use a stretch. Let's do it again. Amazing Asian. And this one's for Avatar too. Where's your mashed potatoes? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Do it. Doing it live. Pre- appreciate you, amazing. Uh, DM me to get in the no no bench league, by the way. <sighs> Thank you for the super chat, Ron. Are you taking Brees over Zeke? This has been up there for a while, Storm. I'm sorry. Uh, am I taking Brees over Zeke? Only if you like winning. Only if you like winning. Smitty, but Brees Hall might be sharing care. I don't think he knows. Smitty, did you know that Michael Carter's on the roster? I know you like Javante, Smitty. And a Javante Williams video is coming out tonight, by the way. I know, Smitty, you like Javante, but did you know Melvin Gordon resigned? What's funny is nobody views Tony Pollard. <laughs> like, here's the crazy part. No one views Tony Pollard like they view Michael Carter. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Tony Pollard is a bigger threat to Elliot than Michael Carter is to Brees Hall. Like, what are we talking about here? The human condition is weird. You know? Us human beings don't know what we're talking about sometimes when we, we get our expectations up, uh, you know, and our panties in a bunch. Uh, Ron says, Hill, everybody sees uh, W. Hill. I think maybe saying with Hill. Everybody sees him as just a deep threat, but most of the stuff comes from the short passes making people miss then off to pay dirt. That's why I think Miami Mike's going to be good for him. Like I think the movement sucks because wide receivers moving teams is tough, but Hill's in a position where his, his coach wants to get him the football and get the football in his hands. So I think he gets a lot of like, maybe he gets two or 300 rushing yards and like three or four rushing touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Don't drink the Zeke Kool-Aid. No one's drinking the Zeke Kool-Aid around here. I don't mind Zeke in the fourth or fifth round, but like I get I get DMs and when I put up a no Zeke Elliott post or something uh, talking about how Zeke Elliott's value in the, in the third and second round is awful, like especially second, I get like one or two Instagram fantasy pages that, you know, they think they think they've got all the answers because they've done Instagram for like a year, and then like DM me like you don't know about Zeke, he's gonna prove you wrong. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay, bro. Literally, while you were sharding in your diaper, and 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 your parents refused to change it for hours on end while they were watching my content, and you were in your diaper, and your your dad's watching, you know, listening to the radio. He's like, hold on, son, as you're sitting in your shart. Okay, Smitty's on right now. We got to listen to him talk about Kurt Warner. While I was doing that, and when you were in your diaper, and I'm I've been looking at this stuff from a pattern recognition perspective, 
for going on decades now. Zeke Elliott is at the end of the road. Is there one more year? Maybe. But if there's one more year, maybe, why don't we take him around four and not talk about how people are morons that take him that don't take him around two? You know? Go back to sharding in your diaper. That's what I say to these people. They literally, these these guys that have had a page for one year in, in, on Instagram, they're like, you don't even know what you're talking about, Smitty. Talking about Zeke Elliott like that. He's going to be absolutely amazing. He's going to be so amazing. You're going to see. You're going to pay. Uh, Vamp dropping a super chat. Vamp, I appreciate you. What's Vamp saying? Smitty, if you had to pick which of your takes could turn out to be the worst this year. Uh, Show's rolling. Let's go. What could be my worst take? I mean, the Henry take could be. Like, the Henry take could be the worst take. Because, I, I mean... I'm admitting there is a a percentage chance that, that Derrick Henry could be a top one to five running back. But but the, the odds are low doesn't mean it won't happen. It's like my card example. You go to a you go to two blackjack tables, okay? You're in Vegas. And we've got Avatar in Vegas right now. You go to two blackjack tables. One of them is one deck. And I don't know if you guys know much about cards or blackjack or whatever, but like going to a table with one deck is really really good because you know you can count a little easier you know when the dealer is going to bust higher likelihood to know when the dealer is going to bust off the shuffle off the shuffle you know what the odds are just by playing one deck they they used to i don't know if they have the one decks anymore you can't really find them but occasionally they would a couple years ago or a handful of years ago when i when i go to vegas on the regular they would have a they only do it for a little while they'd have a one deck table and you want to go to the one deck table. You have a one deck table over here. And then you've got a, a, a table over here with four decks in it. In the shoe. Like, which one are you going to go to? Like, Derrick Henry's not a good bet that, that you're going to be able to land it. Where he, he's, he, you got a shot. You could win. You could go over to the five deck table. You could choose the five deck table. The five card deck over the one single deck. And still win. And I could lose. That's Henry. Going to that table is Henry. There's a percentage chance that he does well. There is. But over here, I see a deck with Swift. Over here, I see a deck with Javante. A single deck where my odds are a lot higher. So it really just comes down to, will it happen? Will the odds be in his favor? Will the odds forever be in Derrick Henry's favor? Because they're smaller. His mileage is absolutely massive. Christian McCaffrey lives over on the three, four, five deck shoe. Swift is over. Swift has a little risk, but he's still over in the one deck. Maybe one and a half decks because of the injury risk. That's the way I look at it. Now, I know everybody's different. I know everybody has a different chance of it uh, in their mind. And that's fine. That's why we play the game. Where's my where's my 20% chance of Derrick Henry staying healthy for 16 games even? Where's that come from? My brain, you know, like uh, uh, arbitrary number. That I calculate through experience. I'm not admitting I have a a, a machine here that's cranking out a, a little piece of paper that says 19.75% chance there. Like it's coming from the noggin. Okay? It's coming from the noggin. The same man that smashed his finger at the beginning of the show when he tried to hit the mat. This is the guy coming up with the number. Look, I've done this a while. 
and I'm not going to hit on everything. So, Vamp, to answer your question, the most likely player that I could miss on is the guy that has the talent that I'm betting against because of the the, 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 the sheer volume that we've never seen somebody have before at his size. So I'm staying clear, Vamp. I'm staying clear. Doesn't mean I won't be I won't be uh, wrong on that one. Uh, with Swift, you bet on the come. He's proven nothing, says Ron. Yeah, I mean you have an argument there, but that's that's all fantasy football is predicting. You know, a, a player to rise and when they're going to rise. Brees Hall has done, you know, absolutely nothing. Javante has to do so much more, but. You, you pattern your pattern recognition everywhere and while Henry's done it the odds of me being wrong and this is in my mind the odds of me being wrong on Swift Brees Hall Javante on the rise are a lot lower a lot lower than the odds of Henry being able to stay healthy for another season that's even remotely close to 16 games in my mind not trying to to be negative with that question, no problem, Vamp. You can't be negative when you drop a super chat anyway, Vamp. You know, you dropped a great question. I, if I was yelling, it wasn't at the question. It was that Henry could be the guy. Henry could be the guy. The only other player I could be wrong about, I, I think, uh, to a, a degree where I would say it would be my worst call or, you know, I, I kind of feel like maybe sometimes I don't give them enough, enough credit, would probably be... I suppose Lamar... Henry, McCaffrey, and, uh, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be wrong on Acres. I don't think I'm going to be wrong on Acres, but he, he's one that you would, you know, look to. Uh, Swift. What about Arian Foster? Chucky. That was one of my bigger calls, bro. The Arian Foster call. That was on CBS uh, Sports Radio, too. I think we're good on the questions. Thank you, Kenny, for reading all those. Um, James Conklin, I see you. I'm going to add you to the voicemail group. Thank you very much. Gary, appreciate you. Voicemail group number one. Hey, Smitty, it's Trey. How's it going? I know you're not high on CMC this year. Uh, given the fact that he remains healthy in 2022, what do you think his fantasy values that look like and what do you predict a stat line for his season in 2022 thanks well yeah i don't dislike him i just yeah just the odds of him getting hurt i would say if he's healthy top three running back like if he's healthy he could be easily the number one running back we haven't seen him decline talent wise like todd Gurley, i saw it i, I when todd Gurley coming out of that super bowl lot like Coming out of that misuse of the Super Bowl, like where we didn't see him play and McVay's like, oh, we forgot to play Todd Gurley in the second half. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> hey, hey, McVay. But McVay. <laughs> but McVay, why didn't you use Todd Gurley? Uh, we forgot. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Dra- draft him again in round one, guys. We got confirmation. He's fine. They just forgot to use him. There's nothing wrong. That was That's how everybody took that. <laughs> Your boy Smitty was... No! Whoa, watch those fingers. No, Henry! No, Henry! No, Henry! Your boy Smitty was beating a dead horse on no Henry. We saw it coming. 
We saw it coming from a mile away, and nobody wanted to listen to me. It is there. McCaffrey, we haven't seen the drop-off on the field. Derrick Henry, I, I, I want to say this carefully, because I know I know we, we got a few Derrick Henry supporters in here, Ron especially. I don't want to say... I don't I want I don't want to say for sure we've seen him drop off because he wasn't like in his best shape. This was his first game back. But in the playoffs he did not look good. His his statistics he, he did drop off in yards per carry even though he was on pace for an enormous amount of yardage, touchdowns and production. He was getting pure volume to account for that. Like he would literally have 30 yards and a half and have tons of carries, and then literally come in strong in the second quarter, or third, third and fourth quarter, and end up with three touchdowns and 150 on the ground. But he run like 29, 30 times. Derrick Henry in the playoffs last year did not look great. He came back. Granted, he wasn't in the best shape. I understand all that. That's why I'm saying I'm, I'm being careful with what I'm saying. But we may have seen him drop off. We don't really know because he did not look good. And we have to make a, an assessment whether that was just Henry's first game back. He need to get his foot right. Kind of force himself back to get in the playoff game. I get all that. Like, I get all that. But we do not have confirmation like we do with McCaffrey where it's like the last time we see McCaffrey play, lights out. He just, he can't stay healthier on the field. Henry, I have a little hesitancy to say he's for sure the same guy. We have seen Henry on an uphill grassy field look like an absolute maniac so the quickness still looks there for for him the strength still looks there but but i don't know i I, i'm still staying clear of him because of the mileage look he did all these things last offseason if you watched derrick henry's offseason workouts on instagram he literally would have chains around his neck balancing on rubber bands and doing like push-ups and he'd be like just doing these push-ups on these rubber bands with weights and stuff all over him so like you know, you can act like this running up the grassy hill is going to make him the number one overall pick and he's going to stay healthy all year. Or you could look at the numbers and say no running back in the history of the NFL has, has survived what he's gone through physically and your body breaks down. So I'm just going to say that and leave it at that. Um, the Bruce. Hey, Smitty, who do you think's going to have a better year in KC? Mardez, Valdez, Scantling, or Juju Smith-Schuster? Give me MVS. He seems to be ahead of him right now. MVS seems to be the the front runner right now in that wide receiver room. I think Sky Moore eventually takes over. Uh, Justin Ross is the only one that can overtake all of them if he's healthy and the same old guy that he was back in college before the spine uh, issue that he had, um, which he may never get over. I don't know. Not sure. But but I do believe that that Ross has the most pure talent. If if the talent if if the neck doesn't hold him back or the spine. Um, but, but I definitely think that, uh, Sky Moore is the eventual guy that I want, like in week eight, like if I'm not start, I'm not starting MBS, like you shouldn't be starting MBS in your wide receiver three. You got too many other options to, 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 to accumulate. So for me, if I'm drafting a KC wide receiver, I'm drafting them as a depth piece that I may need later for bye weeks or injuries. And I'm banking on Sky Moore passing MBS by the end of the year, but who knows? I mean, it's really close and, and no one knows. Uh, Tanner, I think this is an old message by Tanner, or maybe it's new. Hey, Smitty, it's Tanner again. Hey, uh, full PPR question. Uh, Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy? I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah, Thanks, the oldest. this question's the oldest question on the planet Earth. 
You know, I feel like this is one I've been hearing all off season. Maybe we could look in the uh, in the telescope, the the web telescope, and 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 maybe it'll give us the answer. Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton? <laughs> Can you imagine this telescope, man? What a, what if we find we're gonna find out something crazy, man? It's gonna blow everyone's mind. Or this thing apparently you can look into the you know, look into the past. Maybe somehow we could find out what happens to fantasy football. Can you imagine if this just ruined football for us? You could just look into the telescope and figure out what's there. There goes my job. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna be a news show only, which you know I love NFL news, but I <laughs> this telescope is gonna change everything. I could already feel it. The things that we can see with this thing. I don't know if you guys have looked at that. Who brought who brought that up last time? I was looking into it after, and it's amazing. This telescope, the the, the crap we can see, how far we can see, uh, how small we are. We're 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 just a peon. We're a grain of sand, not on the Earth. We're a grain of sand, like in our whole galaxy. You know, if you were to compare how small we are to the the universe, it's like a grain of sand in our galaxy. That's how tiny we are to the universe. It's absolutely insane. Um, that new telescope is going to change everything. It's it's crazy. The Bruce. You literally had this round. Even if you weren't as quarterback. What are you doing, Bruce? You you literally have me in the show queued louder than you. Like, how am I supposed to hear your question? You literally had this round. Even if you weren't as quarterback. I can't even make it out. I don't even know what you're saying, Bruce. You literally had his round Is Kyle Pitts I think I got it. Is Kyle Pitts going to the moon? <laughs> Let me answer that question. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is gonna be real pretty good to Bruce. I think if we do a three if I send myself back into your phone, maybe it'll fix the issue. Kyle Pitts is headed to the moon. Regardless of what's going on, the Bruce, but the the problem is the touchdowns won't be there. Like like I said earlier in the show, the touchdowns won't be there yet until he gets the quarterback situation uh, solved. You Thank you, Bruce. I appreciate you calling in, and, and uh, you know all the questions. You're such a Bruce is the goat. I love the Bruce. <laughs> I've never heard. I have never heard someone's background audio that loud before in my life. I walk in, I call my mother's house. That's what it's like calling my mom's house. She yells at me about the TV. She's got the TV on. And I call up. I'm like, hey, mom. And she's like, here's my mom. Hello? I can't hear a word you're saying. I can't hear. Hold on. I'm going to turn the TV down. It's <laughs> the loudest I've ever heard someone. The Bruce. I love the Bruce. Hey, where's Shoddy? Shoddy, you in here? Uh, prayers up for Shoddy. He's uh, a usual in here. Shout out to your pops. Let's go. Moonshot for Shoddy and his pops. Okay. To the moon. Appreciate you. All right, we are we are uh, winding down here. Where are we at? Where are we at? Um, man, the Bruce the Bruce is bringing it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, the Bruce, you know I love you. I only attack the Bruce 
in that format because he's got the thickest skin of anybody I've ever. He doesn't even phase him. He'll just leave. He'll leave me a message and not even mention any of that. He'll be like, hey, Smitty, it's the Bruce. Next question. Like this, this dude is just absolutely uh, a, a menace to anybody that thinks they're gonna take him down or sour his mood. The Bruce has got skin as thick as uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's as it's as thick as anything you could think of. Right. Uh, appreciate you, Ron. Appreciate all of you. Moonshots for everybody. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your lifetime membership, your one-on-one text advice with me, and I answer every question in the comments. Test me. Test me and throw a comment after this video when it starts off with zero. Shoddy, appreciate you. Pop two. Prayers up for Shoddy. Extended additional two minutes. Vamp says, "Not so fast, Smitty. You're not out of here. You're not out of here. Although it is, it is a combined five. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna do it for the, for the two. No problem. Um, yeah, Shoddy, prayers up to you, pal. James Cochran says, "Add me to the voicemail group." James, I got you, pal. <laughs> you know what? I'm adding you now. I need to stop this. James has asked me a hundred times. I gotta get, I gotta get this done and over with. James isn't gonna leave me alone. James Conklin, hold on, James. I'm adding you to the voicemail group right now. Uh, hold on. <laughs> James ain't gonna let me go. He's not letting it. He's not letting this go. Let's see, James Conklin. Okay, adding you to voicemail group too. I have a feeling James is gonna carry the entire group because he's literally messaged me like five times on getting in the group. So if anybody thinks James Conklin is not gonna ask a question, I guarantee you, you're wrong. James, you're in the group. Let's see if James can ask a show question before the before the show's over. Oh, Victor's question. Tonight, and you talk a lot about Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Tony Pollard, Tyler Lecure, Shaw White, these running backs and sleepers. But I didn't saw you talk about too much on Damian Pierce. I think the Texas have a backfield that Pierce. You don't know what to expect. They have Marlon Mack, Damian Pierce now. And I don't know who is going to be the running back one, but what's your opinion on him? Yeah, uh, I love 24 seconds. Um, I love Pierce, man. I love Pierce, buddy. I think I think Pierce is going to have... He, this guy's strong. This guy can bench press the whole team, I hear. So, like, I, I like him a lot, but he's got to be taken late. Show you got to take him... In 10 seconds. You got to take him late, bro. You got to take him late. You can't take him, like, as a, a high-end flex or anything. You know what I'm saying? James, James uh... Show, show extended additional two minutes. Uh, I'm going to extend it two more minutes here without even a, a super just to get to James, James's question. All right, man, very simple. Um, just looking at uh, the stack for Burrow with Chase. I'm keeping Chase in my keeper league. What is the earliest you would pop to make sure you get the stack? I want to get him at six, but would I have to pay five value? Um, depends where like 5.1 no like 5.10 like taking him instead of taking him at like 6 point you know 2 or 3 or 6.1 or something like that like yeah go go in the late 5 well I, I don't know that I'm going like early 5 just to to hammer home the stack the stack's not going to get you a championship just because it's stacked Um, it is what it is man so 
definitely feel like uh, you got to use best player available even when you want to stack a, a duo like that, bro. You can't you can't get crazy. You can't get crazy. Did I put I put way too much time on the clock? There we go. Show extended. Okay. Um, go over to Discord. Says Terry Roberts. Marlon Mack is the next Tyrod Taylor. Marlon Mack. What's that even mean? The next Tyrod Taylor. What's that? You mean like? You mean he's gonna make way? I I think I see what you're saying. Tyrod Taylor make way for 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 Pierce. I get you. Damian Pierce is Damian Pierce gets a moonshot next time we do a show. Uh, I think Damian Pierce is, you know, he he's not somebody you're gonna draft high, but you want him on your team. You want him as a a, a Pollard, Alexander Madison somewhere like more around where Madison's going. But you want to have like two, three, four of those guys on your bench. Um, I like them. I like them a lot. Mac. Uh, later, R- Ricky said bye a while ago. Hopefully, Show Ricky, ends in one minute. Ricky didn't leave. If Ricky left, he's going to be ashamed. Oh, boy. What is this? This is a... Uh... Show extended additional two minutes. Uh, Ron, dropping a uh, super. Don't want to leave us any more. I'm sorry. Smitty, don't want to leave us any more than we want him to leave. Okay. Well, Ron, I'm I'm staying longer now. Appreciate you, Ron. Ron extended the show. Everybody, round of applause for Ron. Not to mention that it was above a 9.99, which means that we do a standing ovation. Yeah. Reset that timer there. Show extended additional. I didn't, I didn't think this one through, did I? I'm kind of held in a box when I've got this up because then I got to restart the timer. Mashed potato, mashed potato. Ron, mashed potato navy. <laughs> well, Miss Mitty, we got tacos. Let's see what Miss Mitty wants. Maybe she'll come in for an interview. tacos hey you don't have to cook that meatloaf after all nothing nothing literally right there nothing okay no meatloaf Tacos. Hey, uh, Ron, I want you to check my IG later. I'm going to post the tacos. I'll, I'll definitely put like hashtag Ron Tacos Navy. Uh, Smitty, you should help your wife cook. Media, you should mind your own business, media. Uh, if I want to get tacos, I'll get tacos, pal. That is my way. I woke the baby. Hold on. <laughs> Across the house. 
All right, well, we're, we're off to a good start. <laughs> yeah, nice little Thursday night for Smitty. I might be in here a little earlier than I thought. <laughs> Going live doing mock drafts. Uh, yeah, IG, I'll put my tacos up on IG. I, I, I woke the baby up. I didn't realize, yeah, 6 o'clock. Father of the year. <laughs> uh, Smitty going back on the pup. Yeah, my fingers are okay, by the way. I don't think we're going to have uh, a black and blue fingers. Although it's, it is a little red. Uh, at the beginning of the show, if you missed it, I went like this. Maybe we could do a slow motion replay on uh, Instagram stories. Smitty posts all... Smitty posts all his good food on IG. What's up? Did I wake you up? You gonna go golfing? Show extended additional two minutes. All right. Meet love to the moon. See you later. Sorry, I woke her up. In contempt. Uh, anyway. Meatloaf to the moon. Smitty, do you hear the sun's breaking news? You talking about, uh, yeah. DeAndre? Thank you, Fantasy Dog. Give that child a football. It's a little Smitty. We, we have a football. She has a football. She carries a football around. When we drive in the car, she drives a football in her lap. Appreciate you, James. Let's see, uh, we got James. James, did you get another question? All right, man, very simple. Um, just looking at... Uh, oh, that was an old question. Thank you, James, for asking that question. Kyle, rock out. Hey, Smitty. Got one more, with one bring minute. back Jake the Snake in the Metaverse to compete with Kyle Murray to see who's the better man to win the job. Jake the Snake. I don't think so, bro. Look, Kyler's probably going to get his extension. Um, probably going to get his extension. Show extended. We got another experience. extension from Kenny. Little Smitty to the moon. Moonshot. Uh, Kyler's going to get his extension. I was wrong. You guys want to know something I was wrong about this offseason? That Kyler was going to get his extension. But to be honest, uh, you know, the stance from the team was that he needs to prove it. You know, he needs to prove it. And little did we know they literally wanted like a month of proving it. So I'm going off of what the team says. And the team made it adamant that they did not want to give him an extension right now. They didn't feel he had earned it. They, they, they extended him. They, they, they were informing him you would be your fifth year option would be picked up. And that they weren't going to give him an extension. Now the tune is changing. And this, this goes to show that like you could report on something all you want. But the teams can give you misinformation too. The teams could change their mind. And the fact remains, the Arizona Cardinals want to now extend Kyler Murray before the season uh, kicks off. And I think it'll get done. So that's something I've been wrong about. Show ends in one minute. 
Shadi says, take a lap, little Smitty. Nah, bro, just kidding. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Little Smitty takes laps all day long. She's a non-stop motor. Absolute monster. If Akers is bad, does that mean Henderson is good? That's a great question, Tyler. I'd probably say, yeah, yeah. I would say that maybe a rotation gets used throughout the year. Like, in my mind, Daryl Henderson starting less than five or six games feels unlikely. I think he's starting five or six games minimum. Shotty said he told his wife and kid to take a lap yesterday, and I lost it. She burned supper, and the kiddo wasn't happy. I'm sorry, Shotty. It doesn't always work, bro. Show ends in 10 seconds. Appreciate everybody. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Thanks, everybody, for extending the show. Going to get tacos? It'll be on my Instagram. Goodbye. Goodbye to you. Tacos will be on IG. Thanks to Ron and everybody dropping the wad. Kenny, Kenny dropping a taco, a taco celebration donation. Ron Navy with the 19. Uh, Vamp with the dollar 99. Appreciate you, Vamp. Let me put all these on screen. Let me put all these donations on screen. All show. And and ter- Terry, Terry dropping another. Terry dropping another. Thank you, Terry. Terry, Kenny, Ron, Navy. Where are all these super chats today? We had quite a super chat show today, didn't we? Ron, Navy dropping another one. Uh, Ron, Navy dropping this 1999 monster right here. Don't worry, I'm still going. I'm trying to collect all the super chats today. Uh... If I miss anybody, please forgive me. I'm trying to grab the wad. Ron Navy dropping another wad. Ron. Man, amazing Asian coming in strong. Ron Navy again. Ron Navy's a monster. I think Ron Navy needs to have his own segment. I think Ron Navy probably. Uh, I'm going to go live on Instagram in about two minutes. live on Instagram in about two minutes. So anybody watching right now, 83 of you, I'll be on Instagram live in about two minutes talking. Probably a lot of Niner talk, just so you know, but it'll be fun talk. Uh, this is a Niner show on Instagram live. Thank you, Overcome, for the super chat. Avatar dropping the $499 super chat today. Number one ever in the history of the show. Uh, Mark Cleveland was the highest before that was 450 and Jocelyn. Seth Jocelyn was 399 Jocelyn, surprise. Um, that is... Uh, Show extended additional two minutes. This is what happens. You think you're out of here, and then you get blessed with more Super Chat. Uh, Terry's Terry's and his combined are going to put us on a, on a two-minute extension. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Fantasy Dog. Uh, chat to the Smitty household. Thank you, Fantasy Dog. Appreciate you. Um... Tony says, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? What is this for, Tony? Tony, you missed the 499 super chat. Oh, are you kidding me? That's what you're saying, too. 
Yeah, you missed uh you missed um Avatar's 499 spot, bro. No, your tacos, fantasy dog. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going live on IG right after and we're gonna go get tacos. I missed the super chat. You did. It's probably Show like ends in one minute. I don't know, like at the beginning maybe. Smitty is Komet getting targets. Yeah. Commit's a nice little sleeper, bro. Nice little sleeper tight end. Never leave the show early. You never know who's going to extend it. I just want you to know that. Like, you leave, you could literally come back like half hour later and be like, he's still alive. I thought that, I thought the credits were coming. <laughs> I thought the credits were coming. Uh, Taco, we're going to get tacos live on Instagram. I always go live on IG um, in the evening. And usually I'm out and about getting food. And they make fun of me because I'm always out and about getting food. But they love it. You know they love it. So I'll be going on IG in a second with uh, Raj and the boys. Show ends in 10 seconds. Um, Looks like they want to do IG later. I'm not sure. But uh, check me out on Instagram if we're going to be live in a little bit. Appreciate everybody here. Peace out. Later. Thank you all for the super chats. And I wasn't done collecting them all on screen. I want to see if I can split the top of the show real quickly and drop the final super chat watch on the screen. Kilpatrick dropped one at the beginning of the show. Thank you, Kilpatrick. Kevin dropped it. Did I ever Kevin's? Holy crap. Maybe I didn't answer Kevin's. Submitting in a super flex draft this year. Can you get Javante? No, I answered that one. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I did scared me for a second. All right, that's it. Appreciate you all. See you all probably later tonight for Mock Drafts. Peace out, everyone. Deuces. Up. 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 Show extended additional two minutes. Up. 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 Russian collusion says not so fast. Terry says not so fast. Show extended edition. Show extended edition. Not so fast. Um, I got to tell these guys. They think we're going on YouTube. Oh, uh, can't on YouTube yet. IG. I got to go get tacos. They don't know that. Technically, it should be eight minutes extension. Let's go. Show extended additional two minutes. What do we got? What else we got to talk about? Somebody dropped me a couple voicemails. This is crazy. Thank you all for supporting my man, Smitty, says Fantasy Dog. Thank you, Fantasy Dog. Let's get uh, let's get to the voicemails here. Somebody drop a voicemail in voicemail group one, two, or graveyard, and we'll throw it on screen. Or we could open the phone lines. Let me open the phone lines real quick. You guys are amazing. Appreciate all your support. Here's uh, Kenny. 
your first year you played fantasy football? I just looked it up. Mine was 1998. I drafted Randall Cunningham as my quarterback. He balled out. Yeah, I want to say it was like in that range. Um, like nine, I would say like 90, somewhere like a 92, 93, 94, somewhere right in that. I can't, I can't really remember exactly when. I was young. I was like, I was like 13, 14, somewhere in that age range. I was barely a teenager when I started playing fantasy, and it was the box scores. It was like Jerry Rice, and um, it was uh, getting the newspaper out. You didn't. There was no software whatsoever. Um, there wasn't even fantasy sites up. Like there, there wasn't even like that was in 1996-ish when you get like the fantasy football sites. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely did not uh, did not have any kind of you know fantasy football content out there when I started playing. I used to love it when Smitty would do this at like 1.30 in the morning and people would keep putting up super chats and he would stay up. It was great. We do do, I mean, we do still do that, Tony. We're, we're, uh, we're doing the graveyard shift where we're, we're live to like three in the morning sometimes, but Ricky says 1992. You might have me beat by a year or the same year, Ricky, like somewhere around there. I can't even remember. I have to look it up somehow or figure out how to ballpark it. But yeah, Tony, appreciate you, Tony, all you do. Appreciate every single one of you. Um, appreciate you, brother. Sorry. Sorry, Avatar. Oh, you're, t- you're saying sorry for the F-bomb. Thank you, Fantasy Dog. Thank you, Shoddy. Thank you to all of you. Shoddy says thank you to Fantasy Dog. Yeah, um, prop uh, prayers up for Shoddy and his pops. Hope he feels better. Whatever you're going through, man. Appreciate you. Avatar. Avatar's in the house. Smitty, you make more... Um... Smitty, you make more than my wife, and she's an effing strip, stripper. <laughs> I mean, she could try the approach of staying after with more, you know. Uh, guys, uh, call any... Oh, here's Terry. Terry, what's up, Terry? Hey, I got a quick question, man. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, with my hoodie on its way, uh, I have a problem. Okay. How am I gonna fix it with the with the uh, with the image? Cause I don't know what to put in there. I got a shirt. I got another shirt. I got a freaking hoodie. I mean, now do I wear all of them? Oh, with your avatar, <laughs> you mean? I got a yeah. Put them yeah, all. Yeah, I got a mask. Put them all on, man. At the same time, take a snap of photo. You can make your avatar. Man, I, I don't know how that. I don't know how the heck it will fit all of them on there. Fit, on that or rotate, rotate them, Terry. Hey Terry, give me one. Sl- <laughs> Terry, give me one sleeper that hasn't been talked about enough. Go. Uh probably. Well, sleeper. I yeah. don't know the guy from Green Bay. I think he's gonna ball out, especially with Aaron Rodgers there, the rookie from Green Bay. Show extended additional two minutes. Uh, who who'd you say? The rookie from Green Bay just got drafted. Oh, Watson. Yeah. Uh, Watson, yeah, I think he's going to ball out, especially with Rogers there. Yeah, Rogers tends to go to one 
Rogers too. I think they're one. One. I think Lazard. I think Lazard's the best option for right now. I love. I like Watson a lot. Maybe. I think. I think Lazard. Lazard's gonna have eleven hundred yeah. yards and, and maybe eight to nine touchdowns, maybe ten. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Lazard's got to stay uh, healthy, but he's the veteran yeah. there. He's but, got the rapport with A Rod. A Rod's gonna gravitate toward him. Watson's gonna take a little time, and I know Rodgers usually takes time with his rookies, but he'll speed them along because the the wide receiver room is very, 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 uh, you know. Uh, Avatar, you don't. I, I'm not asking you to do more because you've already done enough. But it doesn't max Show you out because I have in the description a way to do it by PayPal. So if you ever wanted to use PayPal instead of, I'm not saying you have to do both. I'm, not, I'm just I'm answering your question. Uh, max super chats. You can do the the link in the description for PayPal or whatever. But I'm not asking you to do it. I'm just letting you know. And if anybody like has a problem where they're like, it won't let me super chat. There is that way to do that, and it shows up on the screen too. Uh, would love. Let's see, Kate. Kate, uh, Kate yeah, Otten, I, I like him a lot. Um, on. What else you got, Terry? Uh, what do you think of Patrick Mahomes? You think he's? I, I still think he's going to put up numbers, even with no hardly any wide receivers. Uh, on, I'm, I'm going to step. Uh, Belichick yourself with a super Show chat. Ends in ten seconds. I'm going to extend this. Again, for Bella. Thank you, Bella. Appreciate that. What'd you say, Terry? Uh, what do you think Goodbye. of Patrick Mahomes? Put. I still think he's going to put up numbers even with the lackluster receivers in KC. Yeah, Mahomes will still do well. You know, you still got Kelsey. You still got oh. Cl- Clyde's going to pull in. A, if, oh, yeah. Cl- if Clyde can stay healthy, Clyde's going to pull in a lot of passes. And I think people don't realize how how valuable he could yeah, be. Yeah, and a lot of people are forgetting but, about Clyde. I really think Clyde's going to do something this year. He may not be one of the go-to guys for fantasy, but uh, he's going to be at least a running back three. Yeah. In your um, flex spot. Yeah, good luck with the poker avatar. Appreciate you, man. Avatar, your yeah, shirt. Real, uh, DM me about your shirt, Avatar. We got to cool. get get an address so I can send it to you. Avatar, I want to I want to get to the World Series of Poker one day. Eventually, it'll be a lot. It's a long term goal, goal of mine. So we'll see what happens. All right, I'm gonna be wearing the fantasy football stuff all over me. Atta boy, wear, <laughs> wear it to the big table. Yeah. All right, Terry. Appreciate you, man. You, all right. Later, good pal. Good show, guys. Yep. Good show. I'm in the World Series of Poker right now. Wow, he's in the big... Are you playing on TV, Avatar? That's amazing. Did two people take over highest of the year? Yes, Nevin. Yesterday we had Mark Cleveland drop 450 to replace the 399 and then Avatar came in and dropped a 499 on his way to the World Series poker tournament. <laughs> uh he needs his shirt ASAP, I know. I wish we could get a shirt to him right now. All right guys, small event. Okay. Avatar, appreciate you man. I can't I can't thank you enough uh and all of you for the support. Now off to tacos. Appreciate everybody here. Don't worry, Nevin, you can re-watch it. It kind of happened near the beginning. Appreciate you all. Peace out. See you tonight, Mockraps.
Might go live on the quad box as well and definitely on ID. Later.